Mummy? What? I'm confused. Hang on a second. Catherine, I have to ask you uh, uh, the, the question. Are, are you taking extra money for babysitting or something? What's, what on earth is going on? <laughs> no, these belong, here? these belong to me, these yes. two. And uh, they're going to show us how it's done, I think. Are you going to do the radio this morning, ladies? Yes! OK, um, well, why don't you tell the listeners, little un, what's coming up on the show today? What's happening for the next three hours? I think it's no for the night. OK, and anything else? What are we going to play? Cass. We're going to play Cass. Across oh, man. Hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. And are they are they going to be here all morning? Well, unless someone can take them off my hands, yeah. Uh, if you want to win two children. Oh, wait, 459 <laughs> 455 555. Let's have some Cass. If you can say a da-da-da-da-cass. Oh, we're, we're doing da-da-da-da-cass. You ready? Here we go, for you. There's only one song worth singing They may try and sell you Cause it hangs them up To see someone like you But you've gotta Make your own kind of music Sing your own special song It's a long. like that one, don't you? I can listen to you. Well, I can listen to you. How long do you reckon it'll be before my friendly banter makes one of them cry? Um, what do you think Ian might make you cry at some point? <coughs> oh. <laughs> 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 She's been diplomatic. Big un and little un are here. Catherine uh, wanted to save the £20 on babysitting. <laughs> and I can understand. It's tough wanna, times. They didn't want to come out at five o'clock in the morning. It's Tough times there. I've got to ask the question, little one. Um, the leaders' debate last night. Did you watch it? And what did you think of it? What did you think of that? Really good. Yeah. Who was your, who was your favourite? Uh... Mm? Was it a man or a lady? It was a lady. An Australian lady or a British lady or a Welsh lady? 
The Welsh will be British. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Well, I think we've given away uh, uh, her uh, voting uh, policy there. <laughs> uh, are you looking forward to voting in the general election? Well, yes. That's great news. 08459 455 555 is the phone number if you want to give us a call this morning. Not quite the show we were planning to do. That was the chair. <laughs> uh, but we'll do it anyway. Ali G's in the house. Good morning, Good Ali morning. G. How are you, Alice? Oh, Can you okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. She can't hear us. Um, can you try those ones? Can you hear now? Can I hear any? No. Can you oh, try? Try. One of them is going to work. It's a bit like Goldilocks, isn't it? The big ones are too big and don't work, and the little ones are too big and don't work. Yeah, this and isn't, the tiny this ones. Isn't, uh... I think I think don't uh, work either. You know what? You know when um, Alice came in, girls, and we said Alice is brilliant. She's really good. She knows what she's doing. Turns out I was lying. No, Alice hasn't got a clue. You can't hear anything. I have no thing that will tell me what you're saying. Okay, well that's great news. What a great start to the show. Uh, so we're kind of here for the next three hours, uh, just looking through. The, by the way, Good Friday, everybody. Good Good Friday. What's good about Good Friday? I just don't know. You get chocolate! Yeah, oh, get... fans! Oh, well, you know why she's saying that? Why? Because they don't get chocolate any other day than Friday. She doesn't realise every Friday's Good Friday to her. So, well, this is Good Friday, so you get double chocolate. <gasps> Excited face. Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five. Very laid-back show this morning. We're just going to look through the papers. Um, and, you know, just kind of um, see what happens. Yeah, Biggin's doing some colouring in. Excellent. Very nicely. We'll, we'll keep you updated on the colouring in. We'll let you know how that goes. And hopefully, Alice will be able to hear what we're saying at some I mean, it's just a minor, a minor thing there.
Haribo have been cracked open. It's eight minutes past six. It's a bank holiday. I um, didn't watch the uh, debate last night. No. I listened to more of it in bed than I was hoping. I think these things are better on the radio than they are on the television. Because I couldn't... I, you can't see what's going on on the radio. It's a bit more mysterious, and you kind of fill in the blanks. And the woman hosting it, very early on, lost complete control. Was it Julie Etchingham, is that her name? Yeah. She lost complete control, and she was... And it, it, first of all... Um, boy, oh boy, does anyone know if Johnny Tudor is still alive? Now, who is this? Because he looks like Joey Essex. <laughs> and he was all over my timeline on Twitter. Johnny when I Tudor. <laughs> See, I don't know how much we can say about the politics. I don't it was the people asking the questions. Yeah, Johnny Tudor asked the first question. He was 17. He had this girl looking really <laughs> bored next Looking to at him. his little Johnny Tudor. <laughs> and uh, fair play, everyone mercilessly bullied Johnny Tudor. <laughs> On Twitter, and I, my, for about an hour, my um, picture on Twitter was of Johnny Tudor, and then I felt <laughs> bad, and I changed it to some kid getting beaten up in the 70s from a documentary. Uh, but he was, he kind of took the world by storm, Johnny Tudor. Mm. But the thing is, it would then take them, so they then, they started off all doing an opening statement, boring. Basically, their opening statement was, uh, vote for me, we're better than those guys. Uh, and then Johnny Tudor asked a question. <sighs> so am I boring you, my darling? I'm boring me in many ways. And then Johnny Tudor asked a question, and they spent ages... They would then do an opening introduction to the answer to his question, and they've all obviously been on courses, because they'd all go, well, Johnny Tudor, I just want to say Johnny Tudor. <laughs> well, no. thanks for that question, Johnny Tudor. And they all kept saying their names. They didn't keep calling Johnny Tudor. They though. may not have done, but they called him Johnny, <laughs> which is even worse. And, I mean, Nick Clegg, it was like he'd had a, he, he'd, he'd lucked in. How, how many times can you say a rude word? Because he just kept saying Johnny, Johnny, Johnny the whole, <laughs> the but, whole but time. He did that last time around, didn't he? That was part of the reason why um, people thought, oh, he seems like a nice guy, because he... Um, Remember what people's names were, but now they're all doing it. And also... Um, were they all addressing the camera as well? I don't know. Because that's weird, isn't it? That's like... I don't know what about that. There were, But they would all... Everyone would go, well, first of all, thanks for that question, Johnny. Now, my answer... <laughs> uh, and it's just, Nick Clegg had apparently... And by the way, if there are any BBC bosses, if I, if I tread too close to the line that will get me fired, please, please call and let me know, because I, I do like feeding my children. Nick Clegg... Um, the, the, he'd done, like, a, a workshop that day. He'd done a, um... Oh. Sorry, my darling, am I boring you? Can I get you anything? Little one? You all right? It's going to be a long three hours, trust me. <laughs> Nick Clegg had done, like, a, um... What do you call it? Um... He'd practised in the day. I had he? So he'd obviously done a thing where he'd been in his office with all of his mates, um, and... Who do you show for it? Sorry? Who do you show for it? I'll show you something in a minute. <laughs> um... And, no, it's, it's right, they can chip in as much as they want. It's... Well, there's just one more thing. Yes. What is the one more thing? Uh, I think you're I, Julie I, etching him in this. I don't know. OK, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you there, little one. I'm going to go to uh, uh, Mama. And, uh, and it was like that, but she lost, she lost complete control of it. It was, it was r r rubbish. Well, I'm sorry I missed it, but um, Johnny Tudor looked like he had an excellent time. Johnny, if you saw Unlike it... Unlike his date. Johnny <laughs> Tudor! If you saw it, 08459 455 555, if, uh, if what you thought of it. Um, and, and it was just... Oh, man, it was very... The, the main guys... It was only ever going to help the smaller guys look good, wasn't mm -hmm. it? The, the, I mean, I, I don't actually know what the Welsh people were doing there. But it was only going to make the smaller parties look good. The big guys were always going to come off worst, weren't they? I can't hear you. Well, you, yes, you can. Use your ears. I don't know. I, 
I didn't watch it on purpose. <laughs> I was in bed listening to it, and it was... What was the worm? Was the, is that the thing that they have along the bottom where it shows how long someone's been talking for? I don't know. Is, you, Alice, did you... Now, let's see if she can hear us. Can you hear us now, I Alice? can hear you now, That's a yeah. bonus. Did you watch this? I didn't watch it, no. Oh, blimey, kids these days. I will. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't tell me what happened. I've taped <laughs> yeah. it. Don't give away the ending. Mm. Uh, well, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. At a decent time, oh, he's got a baby. We'll, we'll give him a call in a few minutes. We'll speak to Scoins <laughs> yes. to find out. Because I don't know what the worm was. Well, we were... well. Yes. What was the worm? What's a worm, Florent? It's something that wiggles. Thank you very much indeed. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Four five nine four double five five double five. I do wonder, Catherine. Yeah. On these um, these uh, um, it, well, I guess we're in holy festival period. Yes. It's a holy festival, and uh, the season's greetings. If anybody's actually listening to us, some will be. Well, I mean, who? Um, the ones that hate us. They never miss it. <laughs> They'll be sending texts in already. Well, they they, <laughs> they will be sending. Ah, uh, oh, look, there's a picture of uh, what it looked like last night. Cameron gets a rise. Um, PM comes out fighting in hashtag mass debate. Very clever, The Sun. Fired up David Cameron, lashed out at Ed Miliband on live TV last night. Ed Miliband did sound a little bit like a ghost, didn't did he? he? I He's, don't know. He sounded a little bit like a ghost. 
Um, well, the Sun have. This is their, the scoring of the Sun, and, and there's a surprise. Natalie Bennett, two out of ten. Nick Clegg, six out of ten. Farage, seven. Miliband, five. Leanne Wood, five. Sturgeon, seven. And Cameron, seven. Oh. Oh, dear. 53, hey, imagine winning 53 million quid. Do you know... No, don't say it. Two would do me. But 53 would be all right, wouldn't it? Ten. If I was going to be greedy, ten would be good. A turkey farmer, beautiful. Is he still alive, Bernard Matthews? No. Is he dead? Yeah. You say that as though he died in mysterious circumstances. No, he didn't. No, but I remember him going. Really? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. They're beautiful, they are. Yeah. They're beautiful. These turkeys are beautiful. Beautiful. That was from a very old advert when we were children. I was quite grown up when that advert was yeah, on. Because he's very old. A steady. A turkey farmer scooped a £53 million pounds, Euro Millions windfall but thought he was the victim of an April Fool's Day prank. Oh. Well, imagine that. Uh, put your headphones on, girls, if you want to listen. Pat? Hello there. £53 million quid. Yes, please. Yeah, well, no, hang on. No, we're not giving it away. Oh. But imagine winning that. Yeah. It'd be all right, wouldn't it? I'd struggle with it. How? Why would you struggle with it? Well, I'd be thinking, you know, who to boast to. <laughs> the thing is, you always get people saying, I've not read this story, so I, I will check, but I'm sure somewhere they will say, well, it won't change me. Well, if it's not changing you, you don't deserve the 53 oh, million quid. It would ruin me. Oh, boy, oh, boy, I would allow it to ruin me. <laughs> totally. I thought someone might have set up a spoof website. It was April Fool's Day after all, said this turkey farmer. You, I wonder if anyone still does that joke. When the lottery first started, the joke was you would tape it and then play it the next week and buy a lottery ticket with the, with the winning numbers from the week before. That's a good joke. So you would sit there and they'd call out your numbers and you'd go, whoa, blimey, I've won! And everyone would go, oh, brilliant, and then you hadn't, and it was a joke. That was a funny then, thing to do. And then everyone felt terrible. Who hosted the first national lottery? Uh... Pat, who hosted the first national lottery? It wasn't me. No. Uh, it wasn't Coolio. Did you watch... You, you sound like the kind of guy, Pat, that would have sat in front of your telly with a box of Maltesers watching the uh, debate last night. Well, you got the first uh, second bit right, uh, but I had uh, popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Showtime. It was... Do you know what? The little the bit I heard, I heard about an hour on the radio, it was feistier than I was expecting, because they were all being very polite, weren't they, to start with? Pat. Well, um, I actually, when I listened to it, I thought, no wonder this country's in a mess. I just thought that's what I thought about at the end of it. It's it's a total mess. I just I listened to Nicola Sturgeon, and they said she really come over very well. Yeah. And I thought, hang on a minute, this is a woman who's just lost the independent vote, and she's still crying out she wants to be independent, so she's not even listening to her own people. The, 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 thing, cause I, the thing I thought, right, is that they all did start off quite politely, and, and the host would go, uh, OK, Nigel Farage, and he'd talk, and everyone would be quiet. And then about 20 minutes in, mm. they all started talking over each other. And uh, you, it, what was interesting was you could hear, I don't know what it looked like, but you could hear who was kind of, you know, I felt that Farage and Cameron and um, the Greek, the um, 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 yeah, Sturgeon, they were kind of like the, the mouthiest of the lot, and the others were all a little bit quiet. They were, and I think uh, Nick Clegg, I don't know where he's been for five years, because he's attacking someone that he's been in government for five years, saying how bad he's been, and I think, hang on a minute, you two were all claiming off each other how good you were over the five the years. The loving has finished, Patrick. Oh, is it? Oh. Do you know what the worm was? Because on Twitter, everyone was saying, well, you've got to watch the worm. 
Oh, that might be Nick Clegg. No. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Catherine, now you, I don't know, I, I've not read the email. I mean, I've read the email from the bosses several times on what we can and can't yeah, say. Yeah, I don't so. think we can say that. that I don't think can say no, that. we can't say that. Okay. I mean, Pat said it, but we're not allowed to say that. OK, we're not allowed to say nothing like that, but if you saw it, and I don't want to talk about the policies... Tell us what the worm was. What was the worm? 08459 455555. Also, we've got, uh, we've got two little ones with us. Well, a little and a big one. How do you keep kids entertained for three hours? I've never spent three hours in my boys before. Colouring books, raisins. <laughs> uh, you say raisins. Various other things. No, not the raisins. Come on, what you got? Uh, I'll, I'll choose a record. You tell me what you got. Well, this is a horrible story. Oh, Fancy great. a horrible story. Morning! Um, a tortoise who had his legs chewed off by rats. Oh, you've just reminded me of something. Go on. Uh, hang on, I just can't find it. Somewhere. A tortoise had his legs chewed it's, off by a rat. That's pretty much the story. Um, let's have a look. You, I tell you what you've reminded me of. You know that Benji Bunny has been um, has been playing football. Yes. You were right. He was humping it. Yeah, I knew. I caught him yesterday. They, they got football in his um, little pen, and he was playing football. And I thought I'm going to watch just to see if Catherine is right on this. And yeah, he was trying to climb on well, top of the rabbit only, uh, on top of the ball. There's only one sport rabbits are interested in, and it ain't football. He was trying to climb on top of that ball. I'm going to get him chopped off. I think. Well, um... I'm going to. I'm going to. I, 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 don't I know. mean, how partial are you to the football? Can you not just let him have the football? He <laughs> well, lives on his own. <laughs> I mean, why does he have to be further punished? You take away his only companion and his uh, two little friends. An ageing tortoise needs her front Say legs... Say goodbye to your little friends. <laughs> You're going to burst that ball. <laughs> burst two of them. <laughs> An ageing tortoise needs her front legs amputating after oh. they were partly gnawed off by rats. Mates. Ah. Mrs T, aged 90... No relation hmm. to Mr. T was hibernating. Age <laughs> was hibernating in her garden enclosure when the rodent attacks her. Oh my! Owner Lindsay James has now set up an online appeal to help pay for the surgery. Lindsay of Pembroke, West Wales, said, "Oh Welsh, she'd been tucked up safe, but somehow the enclosure must have been opened. Her bed spills are going to be massive. We can't believe she's still here and fighting. Yeah, she's not punching." Lindsay said, "The only other alternative to surgery would be having Mrs. T put down, and no one wants that." A Facebook post. Oh, she's done one of those Facebook posts oh, that seems gosh. to be written by the tortoise. Impossible. Oh, no. She's got no legs left. Um, a Facebook post for the pet reads, I went to sleep last October. I woke up the with Pakistani a... Pakistani hung- now, is, is it? Hungry, Pakistani tortoise. Hungry rat eating my legs. I feel great and don't want to leave this pet world yet. Please help. Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> so what are they going to do? Um, what are Can they, they go- not put some wheels on it? Well, this is what I was going to say. Are they going to put wheels on it? I don't know. I'm guessing they're going to give it some falsies. <coughs> what do you think they should do to the tortoise if it's got no legs? Um... Wheels? We've got an interesting message here from uh, Alice Glossop. Alice, what wheels. does... I don't know what either of these messages uh, mean. You seem to be typing in some... Uh, Someone's car keys are upstairs. Me, mine. Right. So, there you go. OK, we're here for Second another three message. hours, so it'll be all right. Second message. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Alice. Go on. The second second message. I didn't mean that to sound as a. Uh... As uh, moody as it did. It did sound <laughs> a little bit grumpy. Sounded a little bit grumpy, sounded a little bit grumpy Sorry, yes. That's all right, my darling. Um, yeah, what's the second message then? Lindsay, a 90 year old uh, owner of the legless oh. um, poor little tortoise, we've got her number. 
Yeah. Do, do you want to chat? I'm going to send her a text and see if she I don't know whether we... But know. I would think she's asleep. I don't... Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't disturb a 90-year-old woman who's got... Uh, she's 90. I no, thought... no, the tortoise is 90. I'm not that bothered. I was just no. reading it out to kill time. <laughs> if I'm honest. On, uh, honestly, listen, guys, no production values today. and uh, We appreciate it. But I would, honestly, let's all but just actually, chill. I think we could do a phone-in on this one. You know, inspired How old by is your tortoise? No, <laughs> robo-pets. Robo <laughs> what have your pets got that they weren't the born with? Huh? Robo pets. <laughs> what have your pets got that they weren't you born know, with? If you've got a dog with wheels <laughs> yeah. or a cat with a false leg. Yeah. I don't know how it works with cats. I don't know whether they will adapt to a false the, leg. Yeah, uh, cats, you don't really tend to see cats with. Look at her eating those raisins. But they love them. 08459 We'll have some of that, but let's have some of this first. And high button shoes, they read Playboy magazine and hot rod news. There's patience proper and prudence prim. You ought to see them through their swim. They tool around town in their big grand freeze, sitting in their bucket seats, shooting the breeze. You know that all week long they put up jam and preserves, but on the weekend they Association. The meeting breaks up with a thunderous roar. Then there's a mad, mad rush from the big old door. They run to their cars like the start at Le Mans. Then they go spinning donuts in their So, I love Jan and Dean. They're so weird. What's that song called? Uh, the uh, oh. The Anaheim Azusa and Cucamonga Sewing Circle Book Review and Timing Association. Begin. Can you spell that? I can barely <laughs> say it. I can barely even say it. Day, you got well it done. right. Thank you very much indeed. Now, I'm not a fan, as regular listeners will know, of older drivers. No. I do believe, once you get to 67, well, I've, I've toned down my views. I used to think you should How have to stop... How old are you? <laughs> 25. <laughs> Mummy's 25. Is she flip, little <laughs> She's nearly as old as me now. I'm not. I, I didn't think at one point that uh, at 67 you should stop driving, you should have your licence taken off you. I've kind of softened now. 
Uh, and I think it's from 67 onwards, you should have to reset your driving tests and have a full physical medical examination every two years. And if you fail any of those, wallop, you're off. How physical are you going? Treadmill? Um, Treadmill? No, just, just your eyes, your reactions, mm-hmm. your heart rate, your strength. Are you going to do things where you kind of throw things at them so you then catch them one hand? Yeah, sure, why not? Okay. Why not? You do that, OK? And that's, that seems pretty obvious to me, and I don't think anyone could disagree. 08459 four double five five double five. Then you hear this, and let's just, you know, in terms of recent things, you should have a listen to this. Paddy Elliott... Oh, well, I've said it now, so you know what it's called. flight years. Paddy Elliott has become one of the world's oldest pilots... After just turning 90, that's a weird way of set phrasing it, after just turning 90 in Wellersbourne <laughs> Walks. Walk, I guess that's Warwickshire. Yeah. It's written, you've got to be careful how that's written. A 90-year-old pilot. Is it Warwickshire or is it Worcestershire? Wa- well, I think it's, that, it's yeah. walks. That's not going to be Worcestershire, is it? That'll be walk. No, oh, sorry. W-A-R-K-S. Oh, right, OK. That's why you, you've got to be careful when you, re- when you read it. 90's too old to fly a plane, isn't it, little un? Do you think 90's very old? Yes. To at what age should people stop flying a plane? Well, hang on. You, you better ask her. She's a bit skewed. What, what, how old are you when you're grown up? Uh, ten. OK, I see. Yes, <laughs> let's get the travel here, Stuart. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. BBC Three Counties Radio Travel. Good morning. The M1 Luton Airport, Spur Road. You'll find roadworks in place there between Junction 10 and a kidney wood roundabout through towards the main carriageway. That could hold you up today. Keep that in mind if you're headed that way. Also in Buckinghamshire, the A404. That's Marlow Hill. You'll find in High Wycombe. Temporary lights are in place there. Very near to the leisure centre. Likely to cause some delays. Certainly for the moment it's running well, but it's just before Marlow Road. So again, watch out for those if you're heading that way this morning. Stuart Smith, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds. Hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's half past six. I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines last night's televised election debate failed to produce a clear winner, with opinion polls divided. David Cameron and Ed Miliband went head to head for the only time in this campaign, sharing the stage with five other leaders to tackle issues including the NHS, immigration, and the deficit. Detectives investigating the death of a man at a traveller site in Buckinghamshire have arrested a 33 year old man in Rotherham. Two other men have already been charged with the murder of Adam Fennelly from Dunstable. Passengers using the West Coast Main Line are being warned that no trains are running to Euston Station between now and Easter Monday. It's because of ongoing engineering works to modernise the line. Meanwhile, millions of drivers will be taking to the roads for the Easter getaway. 70,000 passengers will be flying out of London Luton Airport. The weather will be cloudy and grey with outbreaks of rain and drizzle this morning, becoming drier but staying cloudy with the chance of rain later. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Wickham Wanderers could go top of the League Two table today as they take on local rivals Oxford. Meanwhile, Luton Town will attempt to end a run of six straight defeats. The Hatters are at home to Exeter and manager John Still says they must deal with their poor run of form. This has been a really, really disappointing run. A really, really disappointing run for everybody. For everybody. But... It's important that everyone realises, everyone in here, players out there, we're going to need to draw off of this disappointment because there's going to be disappointments. 
The Stevenage manager Graham Wesley is playing down the importance of the Easter fixtures. Monday's draw at League Two leaders Burton moved them to within two points of a playoff place. Borough hosts struggling Tranmere today. The three points that you can win on the opening day and the three points that you win on Good Friday, um, they're exactly the same. They still add to your total in the league table. And uh, we will concentrate on the Good Friday game. It's a home fixture. Um, Team scrapping for its life. Um, And we're a team scrapping for its life. Uh, If we want better lives uh, for ourselves, if we want to be doing more with our football next season, um, it's all about what we do now. So um, two clubs who are fighting for their lives going head to head. And this evening it's Watford against Derby County in the Championship. In boxing, Amir Khan will face the American Chris Algieri in the United States on May the 30th. Mike Costello reports. In the past few weeks, Amir Khan has been taunted by Kel Brook, but ultimately not tempted. His announcement rules out the chance of the all-British showdown before the end of this year, as Brook's promoter Eddie Hearn wants to stage the event outdoors, and Khan, almost immediately after taking on Chris Algieri, will observe Ramadan. Khan will start a huge favourite, having taken the safety-first option. And that's BBC Three Counties News and Sport, with more at seven o'clock.
That was uh, pretty much the 1980s summed up in four and a half minutes. The beautiful Miss Debbie Gibson. Thank you very much. And I still think, you know, it's, she just needs to know I exist. I don't think she'd be bothered now. <clears throat> I don't know. She Were you a fan of Debbie Gibson, Kev? Howdy. Hello? Oh, yes, who was Debbie Gibson? Sorry? Who was Debbie Gibson? We just played a Debbie Gibson song, mate. Very good. Thank you. I, w I was on hold. Now, listen, Mr Lee, I wish to challenge you on something that you said yesterday. OK, yes, go on. yes challenge me, Kev. We we're, yes, we're babysitting at the moment, so I might get a bit distracted, but go on. Fantastic. Yesterday, you said that you can tell whether a cat is deaf or not. <laughs> I did actually say that. Yes, I did say that. Bizarrely. Yes, yes, you. I uh, know it was very bizarre because Thank I, you. I listened very carefully yes. and it was not correct. Okay, where, where, you whereabouts are you from, Kev? Sorry. No, don't apologise. Uh, whereabouts are you from, Kev? I am from uh, Ukraine. Okay, which part? Which part, Kiev? Oh, okay. How long have you been over here? What? How long have you been over here, Kev? Over where? In uh, in England. Northampton, uh, to be precise. In Northampton, I have been here 11 years now. Well, gosh, well, you, you still got very strong Ukrainian accent. No, it's Russian. Ah. Oh, I yes. see you're a Russian. No, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm actually from Liverpool, but that isn't the question. <laughs> what we actually came to talk about. Yeah, go on, what do you want, you lunatic? Right, OK, now we go back to the cat. Yes. You said, you said, yes. if you want to tell whether a cat... Is deaf or not? Yeah. Listen. You can clap. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And the cat will turn around because it hears the clap. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I argue with that because what? cat. What? Yes. Cat was hunter. Yes. And if you have a look at cat, what? cat is like radar. It has hairs that stand erect perpendicular to the body. Y yes. Yes. And when when you give the cat the clap. It feels the good vibrations. <laughs> and that is why the cat turns. It feels those good vibrations. So, Kev, are you telling... Uh, yeah, I do understand. Are you telling me it's impossible to determine whether a cat can hear or not? Absolutely. Thanks for your call, Kev. No problem. Oh, oh, always happy to admit when I'm wrong. What's he talking like that for? <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> I mean, I thought we were weird. Mm. A job ad for a new... By the way, anyone can call up today. If you know how... Apart from the idiots we've banned. If you know how you can tell whether a cat is deaf, uh, without the good vibrations, please call us. A job ad for a new cop on the Isles of Scilly tells how officers recently tackled a stray seal and chefs rowing over salt. That's the kind of cop job I'd like to go yeah. for. Some chefs having an argument about condiments. You all right, girls? I mean, everyone loves a spinny chair, don't they? Everyone loves a spinny chair. Now, this is this is very controversial. Why were they arguing about um, the condiments? I, I cannot answer that question. That's classified information as well, you know. She's Battenberg for the other side. Oh, yeah. Great British Bake Off's Ruby Tando. Now, I don't know who this is. She's a contestant, is she? Oh, she's the... Did what? she win it? Yeah, and she's got beautiful eyes. She's the one with the eyes. And everyone was saying all the way through, oh, she's going to win it because she keeps making eyes at Paul Hollywood. Well, it turns out she was just making eyes because she has them. She's not interested in Paul Hollywood. She'd be more interested in, um, I don't know... Anything. Paul Hollywood's wife. There we go. The Great British Bake Off's Ruby Tando has come out as gay. Shock horror. What? 
the 2013 finalist, forced to deny claims she was flirting with Judge Paul Hollywood on the TV show, made the announcement on Twitter. Yeah. And she hit out at misogynists who accused her of getting preferential treatment from celebrity chef Paul. Well, he wouldn't necessarily... She may still have got preferential treatment from uh, Paul Hollywood because we know he likes a little bit of the old, um, you well, know... Well, you know, he's, his eyes aren't painted on... Hey. Ruby of South End Essex posted a video of Dinah Ross's hit song, I'm Coming Out, and wrote that she'd informed her parents. Um, um, she also retweeted a post from fans saying, Pierce, I always suspected there was a spark between you and Mary Berry. She's Battenberg for the other side. Are you allowed to say that these days? Well, apparently so. Flipping heck. I don't know why it's such a big shocker these days. 08459 555555. Let's have a little bit of Nick Lowe, shall we? Yes, let's. <laughs> County. Oh no, hang on a second. It's not, is it? I've got to play. I've, hmm. I've got to play this. Yeah. 
across beds, hearts and bugs. Catherine Boyle yeah. and Ian Lee. See? BBC Three Counties Radio. How... I know it's it's na- the, today and, and Bank Holiday Monday. It's Catherine and Ian, yeah. and I don't know how that's worked. But um, it, it, uh, why? I think it's about workload. I think it's about the amount of work that one of us does as opposed to the other. You well, hang on a minute. I'm I'm doing all the faders. I'm going to introduce Elizabeth, Elizabeth Rizzini. Rizzini. I'm I'm babysitting your children who are here as well. What? Yeah. I'm making you coffee whenever you want it. What? What? Here's Elizabeth Rizzini with the weather. Flipping heck. <laughs> Elizabeth, can you believe this? Hello. BBC Three Counties Radio. We've got we've got Kath's little girls here. Oh. Hello. I, yeah, I, Hi. No, don't don't bother. Elizabeth, uh, what's the weather like on the bank holiday weekend? Cold and wet, I hope. No, it's not. No. It's bucking the trend of, of bank holiday weekends. It's pretty miserable outside today, but uh, gradually the weather will improve day on day. So by the time we get to uh, bank holiday Monday, we could be in for an absolute stonker, actually. Um, but maybe not. Anyway, it's hard to put any detail on it. But uh, but today, light rain and drizzle um, on and off through the course of the day, feeling quite chilly as well in places. Uh, temperatures just getting into double figures. Um, it'll probably continue through the through the course of this evening and overnight as well. Lows of around five or six degrees. And perhaps a bit of drizzle around early tomorrow morning if you're up early enough that is um, and then from the late morning sort of mid-morning onwards it's going to be dry it's going to stay dry for the rest of Saturday Sunday and bank holiday Monday even into Tuesday as well though we don't care about that um, there will be quite a lot of cloud around though very cloudy on Saturday by the time we get to Easter day itself through the afternoon we'll probably see the cloud thin and break in places and we'll get a little bit of sunshine and that will make it feel quite pleasant more likely to happen though on bank holiday Monday where we get some sunny spells and we could see the temperature push up into the mid-teens so you can tell that Bank Holiday Monday is really um, it's really the day if you have to choose one day to be out and about I'd say, I think I have to say Bank Holiday Monday and um, yeah we could see some pretty high temperatures and it'll feel really very nice and the winds are staying light too Ian is that good enough? That'll do thank you Elizabeth speak to you later The Voice Listen up people of the UK This is the live final where four will become one and only one winner. It's the voice. So here you absolutely killed that. Bam! It knocked me out. Yeah! Yeah! It's Sasha, Emmanuel, Lucy, Stevie. Off the scale. The final of The Voice. Tomorrow night at 7 on BBC One and BBC One HD. On FM, AM, online and digital radio. Catherine Boyle and Ian Lee. BBC <laughs> Three Counties Radio. I don't get the joke. What? There's no joke. I don't get the joke, Alice. Did you know it was going to be... What gonna... joke? Sorry? Is it, is it you saying Catherine Boyle? No! It sounds like it's you. It sounds like they've just... On you've FM, stuck AM, you on the phone. online and digital radio. Catherine Boyle and That's Ian a woman! On BBC no, it like Three Kat. Counties Radio. Oh, her. No, I wouldn't do that. Those are the people that um, say uh, beds, hards and, and bugs. bugs. When we go into the travel. Beds, hards and bugs. Also known as the voices of authority. So, you know, I'm not going to I've got, I've got to ask the question, Alice. Yes. The question that every, is on everybody's lips. Okay. Do you miss James Whale? <laughs> <laughs> really? You miss that guy? Every day. You got a story for us, Catherine. I have, have yeah. One? Seen a ghost blame mould in the air. Oh, psychedelic mould? Psychedelic mould. A flicker of the curtains, a creaking floorboard, and the sudden appearance of a deathly pale figure looming over you. Hang on a second. We need to, we need to make this... Uh, Let's make it spookier. Put the headphones on, Florence. You're going to hear something really spooky. We're going to we go. make it a little bit... I can't find any of my... Uh... Ah, here it is. Hang on a second. Ready? 
a flicker of the curtains, a creaking floorboard, and the sudden appearance of a deathly pale figure. <laughs> it's the stuff of horror stories, but such apparitions could have a rather less sinister source. Do you know what sinister means? Do you know what sauce means? No. Okay. What kind of sauce do you like best? Uh, Red. Tomato. Yeah. Tomato sauce, please, King Julian. People who think they've seen a ghost may be experiencing the effects of exposure to mould, according to scientists. Do you know what mould is? No. Okay, do you know what scientists are? No. Do you know what things are? No. Okay. <laughs> so it sounds like... Thing. You're yes. a thing. She's been working on th, because she says th, don't you? Things. Anyway, so, so what, instead of being haunted, it could be just you're a grubby devil. And it's psychedelic mould. The thing is... The thing is, this we this, this is the. I don't want to shush. Sorry, well you have to shush. We're doing the radio. <laughs> Shoving your elbow in her mouth is not actually going uh, to work. It's, I tell you what, forget this. Come on the mic. Talk into that green microphone, young lady. Talk into the. Are you being a ghost? Littleham, can I ask a question? Is your mummy a good mummy or a bad mummy? And be honest. A good mummy. Oh really? When was the last time she told you off? Last weeks ago. And what had you done to come a little bit closer to the microphone, darling? Speaking of you, what had you done that meant you were told off? Why? What? what why were you naughty? Because um, I wanted some chocolate after tea yeah. when it wasn't Friday. Oh, it was a different day to Friday, and you just wanted some chocolate. And how old are you, my darling? Three. Three years old. And you just want a little bit of chocolate. <laughs> and what did Mummy say? No. What's She's, the rule? If you no, don't... If stay you, out of this, please. <laughs> so you wanted some chocolate. You're three years old. It was a day that was... Had you eaten your tea? You eaten all your tea? Yeah. Yeah. And you said... What did you say? <laughs> Mummy, can I have a little bit of chocolate, please? And what did oh, she, she's milking yeah, this. Yeah, out of this, please, Mummy. And what did you... What, what did she say to you, my darling? Um, what did she say? Um, did she shout? I can't remember. Yeah, she oh, shouted, yeah. Was that she? bad that she can't remember? She shouted and she screamed at you. <laughs> Did she send you to the naughty step, my darling? Yeah. Yeah, she did. <laughs> did she lock you in your room, my darling? No. No, yes, she... OK, well, that is... Do you remember this, Biggin? Do you remember this episode? Because I don't. Uh, when was the last time I you... I remember the first bit of the episode. When was the last time you got told <laughs> off, Biggin? Uh, and I bet you hadn't done anything wrong at all, had you? <laughs> These look like two remarkable young women with a mother who is out of control. Does she like to drink at home, little? Does, you, does Mummy drink? Yeah, yeah what, what, what does she drink? All the way at night. Oh, all, all the way at night. <laughs> Anything in particular she likes to drink? Beer? Wine? That's what Daddy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. 08459 455 555.
Is he still going? Was he going? Yep. Bazooka. 
Hello, is that Mr. Woods? Uh, hello, Mr. Woods, good morning. My name's uh, Detective Sergeant Brown. I'm calling from the floor department. Uh, I just need a moment of your time, if that's possible. Thank you, sir. Um, I'm currently investigating... Fifty shares of my hand. What's Miss Angler's? Girls, the last couple of days, they've been crying into their sleep. My name's Ian Lee, and I live in my showbiz world with my <laughs> showbiz friends. I don't miss that guy. He's not on today. He's not on tomorrow. He is doing the three-hour show on Monday, though. Right, let's get some of this. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, just checking the motorways for you, if you're out and about nice and early, all looking OK. Not brilliant driver conditions, it's a little bit wet out there, so uh, do take it easy. But uh, certainly the M25 is looking good, <coughs> excuse me, from Junction 22 from London County, and M1 for Junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road. Later on today, at 3 o'clock, it's a kick-off for Luton Town versus Exeter at the Kenilworth Road Stadium. It's a League 2 match that could get rather busy uh, later on. And also, no trains head out from London Euston to Milton Keynes Central because of those engineering works. Tickets bit accepted, though, on other railway operators. Bill Sheldrake, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, William. Excellent stuff indeed, unlike the shoddy. First hour we've put out, the most professional people here are under the age of seven. Can you hear the background up and down the corridor? (laughs) (laughs) They're just playing with a chair. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, party leaders go head-to-head. Another arrest following the death of a man at a traveller's site and a sailor rescued after two months at sea. BBC Three Counties Radio. The leaders of seven political parties have challenged each other's policies on the economy, immigration, health and Britain's future in the first televised election debate. It was the only direct encounter between David Cameron and Ed Miliband of the entire campaign. In an exchange moderated by ITV, Julie Etchingham, they clashed over the NHS. You've failed the British people. You've broken your bond of trust on the National Health Service. They believed you. They believed you. you They believed you were another kind of Conservative and it's gone backwards on your watch and they won't trust you again. Ed Miliband is simply wrong on the figures. There are more nurses, more doctors, more people being treated and that's because we have a strong economy. Detectives investigating the death of a man at a traveller site in Buckinghamshire have arrested a 33-year-old man in Rotherham. Adam Fennelly from Dunstable died from a blow to the head in the village of Nash on the 17th of March. Two other men have already been charged with murder. Drivers are being advised about potential delays on the M1 through the three counties today. The stretch between the M25 and Milton Keynes is expected to be one of the busiest during the Easter getaway. Tony Fisher has the details. It's estimated around 4 million motorists will be making journeys today. Highways England is planning to lift as many roadworks as it can from major routes over the bank holiday weekend. 
and 1.8 million people will be travelling abroad, with 70,000 passengers flying out of London Luton Airport. There's a warning that two out of five councils could have too few primary school places next year. The coalition's created almost half a million extra places, but council leaders say schools are reaching their limits. David Simmons from the local government association says spending needs to be targeted to where it's needed. With the election looming, the next Secretary of State for Education is going to have one of the biggest challenges in government, which is providing school places for nearly 900,000 more children. We need to make sure we have the local flexibility and the resources to deliver those places on time because mums and dads won't forgive us if their child get, can't get into school. An American sailor missing for two months has been rescued by the US Coast Guard after he was spotted clinging to the upturned hull of his boat. Lewis Jordan was discovered 200 miles off the coast of North Carolina and had survived by eating raw fish and drinking rainwater. The 37-year-old phoned his father Frank after his rescue. I was afraid that you guys were crying and sad that you know I was dead and I, was, I wasn't dead. I wanted you guys... Yeah, to well, we were. I thought I lost you. In sport, Luton Town hosts Exeter in League Two this afternoon while Stevenage play Tranmere and Wickham take on Oxford United. This evening, Watford travel to Derby County in the Championship. The weather today will be cloudy and grey with outbreaks of rain and drizzle this morning, becoming drier but staying cloudy with the chance of rain later. Top temperatures around 10 degrees Celsius, that's 50 degrees Fahrenheit. And you can get the latest news online at bbc.co.uk slash counties. That was my, my three-year-old at half past 12 this morning as I rescued him. <laughs> he was screaming. Why are you upset? Mummy told me off. <laughs> I said, why did she tell you off? What did you say to mummy? I want to go downstairs. <laughs> it's half past 12. You're three. <laughs> mummy told me off. Oh, Biggin's getting the microphone now. Oh, Biggin's getting coffee. <laughs> Say, say hello to the boys and girls that are listening, Bigger. Say morning. Say morning! <laughs> say hey! <laughs> Quick, before Leland comes back. <laughs> this is Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, uh, and we are joined by your two children. Yeah, we are. Because she was too tight to pay the 20 quid <laughs> to have a babysitter. Well, I mean, what would they do with them at that Unbelievable. point? Unbelievable! Across beds, hearts and bucks. I was kind of hoping they'd fall asleep. <laughs> Counties Radio. I was kind of hoping... <laughs> the kids are here, and it's brilliant having the kids here. And you, you're more than welcome. Thank you very much for coming along. How do you think? What do you think of it, Biggin? Is it is it good or boring? Boring. All righty. We're doing our job right. <laughs> if you want it very relaxed as these shows are, and we'll be doing another one on. Uh, oh, and Alice is here as well. Morning, Alice. Hello. Uh, we'll be doing another one of these shows on, on Monday as well. Very relaxed. We're going to kind of look through the papers. We've got loads of records here. Uh, but if you want to give us a call about anything, the stuff we're talking about, how to look after two kids. How old are you, big enough? Are you seven? Six? Six. Six. And little one's three, isn't she? Mm hmm. Okay. Is she. She's, she's not here. She's gone. Is she a pain in the backside? Is she a pain in the bottom? Yes. Is she really naughty? Yes. We've already discovered that um, she doesn't like your mother. <laughs> is is I tell you, what, you go out. You go out into the hallway with Little and let me. You come and speak on the microphone, big and let's, <laughs> let's 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 talk like grown ups. You sit with your mummy seat and you. Uh, okay. So what's uh, good, bye 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 Catherine. <laughs> what's what's mummy really like? Uh. She can't hear us. It's fine. Quite boring sometimes. Yeah, quite. Bye-bye, <laughs> thank you. you see, I, I, I agree with you. She's quite boring. Tell me some, tell me some of the boring stuff she does. Uh, 
She's always working, which is quite boring. Yeah, okay. But it, but it, but by working, it means she can feed you, so that's quite good, and buy you toys and things. When she's at home, what's the most fun thing that she likes to do? Cook. And is she a good cook? Uh, sometimes. What? What's what's the worst thing she cooks? What's the worst thing? Uh, Can she do chicken? Does she cook chicken? Yeah. Is that all right? Yes. The best thing she cooks, I believe, though, is is a thing called Domino's pizzas. No, I hate Domino's pizzas. <laughs> no way! Really? <laughs> yes. They're the, how, oh, wow, you've disappointed me. What's your favourite film? Uh, good film. Moshi Monsters. Oh, I don't know Moshi Monsters. Is it good? Yes. Not Have you gone off Frozen now? Is Frozen a bit boring? Yes. Do you like Spongebob? Yes. We saw the new Spongebob film at the weekend. Boring, man. It's boring. I don't get it. He just walks around in his pants, does he? Yeah. Ooh, is that it? Favourite TV programme? Uh... <laughs> you got one? You like... Um, do you still like... Uh, what's Is it Topsy and Tim? Is that still kind of in at the moment? Topsy um... and Tim. You don't know that one? I do know it, but I don't like it. You don't like it? No. Um... I'm trying to find a record. Do you like playing records? Oh, let's, we'll have track four. Look, but I don't, this record's quite dirty. I'm just going to lick it. Uh, and your favourite song of all time? Have you got a favourite song? No. No favourite songs at all? No. Do you like One Direction? Yes. Do you really? Yeah. How do you, do you know about Zayn leaving? Yeah. Does that make you happy or sad? Uh, yeah, not bothered. In the middle. In the middle, yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. Uh, how exciting is it this morning being here watching me do the radio show? Uh, not very. Oh! Pwned! I can't believe you pwned me! <laughs> oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. This record looks very scratched. Let's keep our fingers crossed, shall we, guys?
Stills and Nash with me actually. I've got Crosby, Stills and Nash from the 80s, but I, I, I'll find a good one. It's a dangerous territory for those acts. But David Crosby from Crosby, Stills and Nash and uh, from the Birds answers questions on Twitter. And he doesn't just quite often artists will do it to sell their new record or their new tour. 7:30 Eastern European time. Uh, Brian Wilson will be answering questions. David Crosby just does it when he's bored, yeah. when he's when he's run out of ganja. He'll just go and do it. So uh, it, I, I, he, he's been answering some of the questions I've been sending in. Some of them have been quite rude. One was about who he'd go gay for, <laughs> and one was about Stephen Stills being annoying. I saw his uh, poning of you saying, which is your favourite monkey song? They uh, wrote songs? They, that wasn't me. That was a friend of mine. Uh. Yeah, she was quite upset. <laughs> she was, <laughs> Dennis is on the line. Good morning. Happy Easter, Dennis. Happy to you too. Happy I'm to Ka- you too. Hello. Catherine, Catherine, yes. you're a lovely lady to let your children wake up Bedford. Honestly. <laughs> She's doing lovely... it so that you all know what she goes through every single day. Well, that's right. We, went, we had two of our great-grandsons around yesterday. Lovely to see them come, but by God, to see, <laughs> see the back of them. Yeah, when are these two going to leave, by the way? I've been... No! They can come. You can come every single day. Biggin's listening to you, Dennis, if there's anything you want to say to her. No, the little one. It's Biggin, is she? The Biggin, is she? This is the Biggin, This yeah. Biggin's here. Little one's out playing on a chair. Well, she can, she can wake me up any morning. They're good, aren't they? I genuinely think, and I don't. We'll, we'll see. We'll make, I think having young people like this on the radio every single day, waking yep. people up, is brilliant. It is. I do too. Yes. It's yes. real life. And then they'll be gone at nine o'clock. Yes, that's right. You can they, pack them off. We can <laughs> go back have, to sleep. They won't have wrecked your house. <laughs> listen. Oh, no. Hang on. Listen, Dennis. Gone. She's gone. Littlin's, Littlin's playing out on a on a swinging chair. Say morning, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, what? Uh, yeah, oh, hang on a minute, Dennis. Anthony's on the line. He wants to say hello to you. Hello, Ian. Hello, Anthony. You're through uh, to Dennis. Oh, mate. I tell you what. I love listening to this fella in the mornings when I'm at work, and I just <laughs> have the pleasure to say hello. Hello. It absolutely brightens my day up because he always seems to have rows with you all the time. And no, no, no. no, 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 no. I'll pull Ian's leg, but that's I'm not being vicious. No, no, but I mean, he's absolutely classic, Dennis. I, I did ask uh, BBC Three Counties to give you my mobile number so we could have a chat off air, but I don't think they ever did, did they? No, they probably don't want you to come on my command, you see. <laughs> You're welcome to come any All you've got to do is look up Brooks in the, di- in the directory. Right. Come on command. What, what are you talking about, Dennis, for goodness sakes? Well, we, we form a, we form a, an army to... Uh, oh, flipping it. Don't, right, don't start giving out your address and don't start no, giving don't out do your name and don't like start that. don't start trying to recruit an army. We get enough um, stroppy texts and emails every day from people who actually do want to start an army. Well, I'm trying to train my great-grandsons have a go at you now. Oh, fl- oh, oh, don't pass the baton on. So when, Dennis, <laughs> let's be honest, Dennis, your days are numbered. But when, um, when, that, when they come to an end that you've got a member of your family that's going to pick it up and do it for another 90 oh, years. Yes, I, one of my grandson came around oh. today to do some work for us and he, 
He brought a friend who knew me over the radio, so oh. doing very well. well you're a bit of a celebrity. celebrity. Uh, Anthony, you were going to say something? Yeah, can you play that uh, song that you normally play midweek, The Littlest Hobo? Well, why do you want that one? Well, because I've been trying to, like I said to Catherine or Kelly a couple of weeks ago, I've been trying to get it on the download, and the only one you can get is the one by Terry... Um, oh, yeah, the, the version you can get on the download is rubbish. Yeah, but that's the one that's right. available. Have you put a blank cassette into your tape recorder, Anthony? I don't have cassettes Excusez-moi. <laughs> I beg of you your pardon. I use a laptop. Oh, right. Well, Anthony, record this. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road is where I'll always be Stop, I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When new adventure lies just around the bend So it Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I'll wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I'll wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. Budged out of my own chair by Littlin. What's going on, Beef? <laughs> What's going on? Don't press the button! She wants to do some typing, best not any. You can do. I tell you what, you can do some typing on this. Go. You can type on that one. Uh, now, listen, we talked about this yesterday. Yeah. Oh, the election has got nasty. It's got dirty. It's got sexy. Well, it's got, well, well hmm, it's no. got fleshy. We mentioned this right <laughs> at the end of the show. I'm writing down the radio. Oh, you write down the radio then, please. <laughs> She's more used. She's more. I tell you what, Ali, Ali G, she's she's better than Catherine. 
Yeah, I missed that. So if you were saying that she's more used than I am, that's... No, 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 no. She is better than Catherine. Let me put that behind you. Uh, And she's certainly more sober than Catherine. Wow. Well, the morning is young. We mentioned this at the end of yesterday's show. This gentleman here, do you know who this gentleman is? He said, pointing to a picture of a topless man to a a three-year-old. That gentleman there (laughs) is Gavin Shuka. Gavin Shuka is a local MP. Do you know what an MP is? Basically, he's in charge of us. Okay, for the moment. Well, he's not now, is he? Because we're coming up to the mm. election. So he has been and possibly will be in charge again. Um, but him and these other two gentlemen have decided to take their shirts off. Look at them two letters. Yeah, you typed A and F. Well done. Type some more. I could type, I could type that. Look, A, F. Easy. What's, what's, what's your problem? A-F. I can do a foot and a sir. I can, a foot and sir. So can I. I'm thinking it now. Now. <laughs> Uh, they've t- these fellas have taken their tops off and they've posed in the- it's all about losing weight and about keeping fit so the message is supposedly you know uh, look at me now uh, look look at me now but I'll be lads all three of you who have we got Dan Poulter Ga- Gavin Shuka and Mr Brake they- they're all breathing in they're all breathing in and they're all bless I feel embarrassed because because you know Shuka tweeted me yesterday I couldn't reply to him because well, you've seen his nipples because I've seen his nipples I couldn't reply to him it felt wrong I won't be able to look him in the eye next time he oh I, I, you know it's oh. I know the what lies beneath are so awkward they're, aren't they just I mean, their little faces you know they're not happy about it shirtless and with their somewhat pasty flesh bulging <laughs> under moody lighting Tory Dan Poulter Lib Dem Tom Brake and Labour's Gavin Shuka show off their varying degrees of reform <laughs> to the bloated state. In the case of Mr Shuka, there also appear to have been a few careful cuts to his chest hair at least. <laughs> what have you done? Under the tag uh, line body politics, Westminster takes the MH6 pack challenge, Men's Health magazine invited the trio to prove they really are fit to run oh, by dear. integrating... Uh, before and after photos show... Oh, they've really picked on Gavin. Before and after photos show how Mr Shuka, 33, opted for a hair-free torso during his fitness regime. <laughs> well, completely. Oh, just the torso. <laughs> As he paraded his newly shrunken love handles, Mr Shuka uh, said he'd, uh, he'd put on weight... Oh dear! I mean, well done, well done, lads, all of you. Uh, but uh, but, but really, we don't, you know, we don't need to see. That, uh, by the way, uh, just to say, we have to say this for legal reasons, of course. Uh, that uh, if you want a full list of all the nipples standing in this area, <laughs> uh, then please go online and Google it, and uh, you will no doubt see them. What have you got, Catherine? You got anything in the papers? Yeah, go this on. is uh, this is a woman who collects coupons. See, sometimes I start doing this, oh. but I, uh, then I find them in my purse two years later, and I can't I, use them. Whenever anymore. I'm ha- if ever I'm in like Pizza Express or somewhere, they hand me a coupon. I go, oh, that's good, twenty percent off yeah. my next meal. But I don't go to places like that that often. And, and you're right, it, it stays in the wallet for ages. Yeah. Two years later you think oh I've got that coupon oh strange it's expired but this woman does not uh, let the coupons expire it's enough to pay for a small home extension and if Jennifer Drew carries on like this she might well need one the mother of one has saved £17,000 over three years by spending an hour a day searching for deals and coupons and she's now accumulated so many products and groceries ah see this is where it becomes a problem you buy stuff you don't need or want it's like she's preparing for the end of the world she's got a load of stuff in her garage she's she's so keen on the bar you broke the computer, mate. We'll talk, we'll talk about this off air. She's so keen on a bargain. She even bags... You're she, actually in big trouble. She even bags items she doesn't need. We'll talk about this off air. You this broke the computer. You, you broke the computer. You'll have to pay for it yourself. That's £5,000, computer. Have you... I don't have any money. Well, you better start cleaning the dishes. Are you good at washing up? 
Uh oh, this is going to get awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I got what, what, then why can't why why does it say that on the screen? Uh, Who was touching the computer? Uh, Who was it? Stella. It was. <laughs> it was you. You were sat. You're sat next to me. It was you. <laughs> does that computer look broken to you? Yes. No. 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 Stella's run away. Uh, the the uh, biggins run away from the scene of the crime. Would you like to apologise to the boys and girls listening? Florence, Florence, run away, run away. Run away. No, don't run away. You're going to pay the money. So go on. What what stuff is she? She buys not? dog food and that. She's not got a dog. See, it's uh, it's not just about saving money. Well, anymore, she's not. In that case, she's not saved seventeen thousand pounds. She's she hoarding... spent thirty thousand pounds on stuff she doesn't need. Isn't it? Uh, what do you think about that story, Lola? You like them? <laughs> Shall I play a record? I saw them on adverts on TV. Well, that's absolutely fan dabby dozy. Put your loving hand out, baby. I'm begging. There's a new phen- well, it's not that new because I've seen this before. Go on. We're talking about um, and, and maybe Gavin Shuka could have yeah, followed this. 
Six packs. Have you seen how to get a good six pack? Draw it on. You draw it on. And you can get um, uh, templates that you put over your chest and you can spray it on. These have been around for a while. Huh? <laughs> That's my little boy holding two crabs. <laughs> Fab abs, so easy to cheat. They've got a fat lad and he's, they've given him abs just by painting them on. Join the sun's six-pack week. Really? Six-pack week? It's because last week they had cleavage week, so they're pretending Maybe that... they're doing boxing. They might be... Well, this fellow won't be doing boxing. Only, all, the only boxing he's been doing is at Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> With our cheats guide, these six steps will give you fake sculpted abs in under an hour. First, go smooth by shaving your... I don't get the shaving of the chest well, as well. And then sooner or later, it's going to come back like Desperate Dan's chin, and isn't it's, it? It's going to sting. Oh, no. this, is, this is why um, I'm not a fan of any of the... Oh, I've got, no. Well, where I've got two young children next to me. Any of the... Um, grooming. Any of the personal grooming. Shaving. Mm. Uh, in the basement department. Of the department store. Because it's going to grow... A, it's just weird. And B, it's going to grow back and it's going to sting you. Anyway, first go smooth by shaving your chest. Then slap on the fake tan to disguise your pot belly. <laughs> Next, use a girl pal's makeup brush to draw on some muscles. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to go horribly wrong for most men, isn't it? Swap skinny jeans for a looser fit. I might buy myself a pair of jeans today. Treat myself. Good Friday. Uh, be a really good Friday if I bought some jeans, wouldn't it? And be lit from the side. Well, well how are you going to do that if you're just what, on the beach? Well, permanently. <laughs> yeah. Take a torch. Oh, Take dear. a torch. <laughs> finally, finally, suck it all in and stand upright. Well, I mean, the guys, that's not exactly going to help, is it? Why didn't they tell Gavin Shuker about this? <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. You've got to wonder who... Who said that was a good idea? Who said that was a good idea? Really? I mean, what was... I mean, what was going... Yeah, they're promoting health and fitness and all of that, and that's great. But they must have known the reaction. I couldn't reply to his tweet yesterday. He's, he tweeted, he's very funny. If you show me yours, I'll show you mine. Oh, hang on, you've seen mine already. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't reply to him. I couldn't do it. I can never interview. If ever he gets booked to come in again, I'll have to take the day off sick. He'll have, he'll have an easy ride with Justin Dealey, which, is, by the way, is a great name for uh, Justin's autobiography. C can you introduce the travel for me, please, little one? Can you say... Yeah, that's good. Can you say, here comes the travel? Here comes the travel. Thank you. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. What have you done? You broke the travel. Oh, hello. Hello. Uh, the motorway's looking fine if you're just uh, setting out and about nice and quiet. We'll let you know once it starts to look a little bit busy. Uh, public transport, no services heading out from London Euston to Milton Keynes Central throughout the Easter weekend. Trains only running as far south as Milton Keynes, Rugby or Northampton. Bill Sheldrake, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's half past seven. I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines. Last night's televised election debate failed to produce a clear winner with opinion polls divided. David Cameron and Ed Miliband went head to head for the only time in this campaign, sharing the stage with five other leaders to tackle issues including the NHS, immigration and the deficit. 
Detectives investigating the death of a man at a traveller's site in Buckinghamshire have arrested a 33-year-old man in Rotherham. Two other men have already been charged with the murder of Adam Fennelly from Dunstable. Passengers using the West Coast Main Line are being warned that no trains are running to Euston Station between now and Easter Monday. It's because of ongoing engineering works to modernise the line. Meanwhile, millions of drivers will be taking to the roads for the Easter getaway. 70,000 passengers will be flying out of London Luton Airport. The weather will be cloudy and grey this morning without breaks of rain and drizzle, becoming drier this afternoon but staying cloudy with the chance of rain later. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Wickham Wanderers could go top of the table in League Two today as they take on local rivals Oxford. The chairboys are currently third, but manager Gareth Ainsworth is eyeing top spot after the Easter Games. I've set, set a little challenge to the boys this weekend. Can we can we get above Burton? You know, and uh, and I think potentially we can. You know, with the goal difference and with us playing them. Uh, I think it's it's 99% in our hands that we, we could do that. Meanwhile, Luton Town will attempt to end a run of six straight defeats playing Exeter at Kenilworth Road. Stevenage manager Graham Wesley is playing down the importance of the Easter fixtures. Monday's draw at League Two leaders Burton moved them to within two points of a playoff place. Borough hosts struggling Tranmere today. The three points that you can win on the opening day and the three points that you win on Good Friday, um, they're exactly the same. They still add to your total in the league table. And uh, you know, we will concentrate on the Good Friday game. It's a home fixture. Um, team scrapping for its life. Um, and we're a team scrapping for its life. Uh, if we want better lives uh, for ourselves, if we want to be doing more with our football next season, um, it's all about what we do now. So um, two clubs who are fighting for their lives going head to head. And this evening, it's Watford against Derby County in the Championship. In goal, Phil Mickelson's first round 66 at the Houston Opens put him in the frame for his first top 15 finish of the season. He's three shots off the lead, held by Scott Piercy, while England's Paul Casey is four under par and five shots off the lead. Casey's top 50 world ranking has ensured he got an invite to next week's Masters. I feel really good about that. I must admit I had a glass of wine on Sunday night or two. I'm using this as a, certainly this is a you know, springboard for next week. But, you know, since I won here in 09, I've not played particularly well around here either. So I don't want to get caught up in thinking too far ahead. And that's BBC Three Counties News and Sport. We've more at eight o'clock. Go on, get your thing together, brother. You got it together. Well, I'm all love you.
track from love that isn't from forever changes on the radio huh guys this is from the original reel to reel vinyl this is about 35 quid's worth of album guys appreciate guys appreciate if you're wondering what's happening to oh i've got to do this i'm oh, so contractual guy right, don't give me the eyes don't give me the eyes. Across beds, hearts and bugs. Catherine Boyle. Oh, me. It's all about me. Happy now. BBC, Three Counties Radio. Yes, I am. If you're wondering where the kids are, we have managed to get some cowpole down their neck. <laughs> they are snoozing. Also known as the CBB's website. <laughs> they are snoozing. Good to get some home truths about what happens in the boozy world of Catherine Boyle at home. <laughs> the boozy, bad parenting world of Catherine Did Boyle. They? To be honest, I know that they've given quite a lot away, but they haven't told you the worst stuff. And the so... boozy, drug-fuelled world of Catherine Boyle and how she claims to look after her children. <laughs> Shameful. Hey, listen, we get by the way we'd get by. Anything in the papers? None of us have had time to do any work whatsoever. Um, in the papers? Oh, yeah, those people. Oh, there was a cat. Oh, this cat that went 3,000 miles. Yeah. I don't believe these stories. Do you think the cat's lying? Yeah. Well, how do they know it? Come on, guys. How do you know it's the same cat? Looks like a ginger cat. Oh, let's, uh, let's be honest. The number of times I've seen my cat out and about 300 miles away from my house. It's not my cat. Of course it's not my cat. Is it? No, it's not. Uh, actually, my cat is very distinctive. She's got an underhang. A what? Her belly. I don't know oh, what that's happened. that's what happens with female cats, isn't it? Well, but she's always... I think she was... Because I, I got her when she was two, and I think she was fat before. You know, like, you get fat people, and then when they lose the weight... They, they have an they, apron. Yeah. I think she must have been really fat when she was younger, because she's got this this swing underneath. Is that is that not what they get when they've been spayed? What? Huh? Bit of that. Bit of what? what, what? Bit of that. I, I don't... I don't know. I don't, no, I've never seen a cat with that. I've seen cats with that. I've only ever seen my cat with that. I've seen cats with proper swingers. <laughs> well, some of these guys, that's what they're into. <laughs> Go on, do the story. Uh, I can't find it. Oh, for goodness sakes. There it is, it's right there, page three. Uh, OK. Oh, here it is, yeah. A kitten who sneaked inside a shipping container in Egypt survived 17 days. Oh, this is how they know, because it was still in the shipping container. OK, We've got yep. a pretty good idea it's the same cat. Yep. Um, 17 days without food and water until it was found 3,000 miles away in Herefordshire. The stone away Ginger Tom, who's since been named Sinbad, oh. managed to get into the back of a, a lorry in Alexandria on March the 8th. The sealed container was put on a ferry and sailed across the Mediterranean before going th by road through Europe. Sinbad was finally found on March the 25th when the lorry arrived at the warehouse of the Mediterranean Linens Company in Morton... This is a made-up name. Morton Harkett. Morton on Lug. 
Oh, Herefordshire. Come on, come on, guys. And the cargo was unloaded. Concerned staff had heard desperate meows coming from inside the vehicle and found the cat had made itself a bed in a box of linen. I, um... And there's probably we everywhere. Oh, a we and faeces. I, um, I, I, as you know, moving on, the net, there was a Netflix-Amazon Prime war in my house, yes. fought just between myself, and I ended up going on the side of Amazon Prime yeah. as my, my um, online movie Indeed, you retail. ridiculed me for having it and not taking full advantage well, you didn't of the know services. Well, you didn't know you got movies no. from being part of Amazon Prime. That's some great films. I weighed up the pros and cons, they had some great films. They've got some stinkers too. Well, they've got rid of all of the great films. They did a big press release. They did a small little announcement about three weeks ago saying, we're going to remove some of our films because we want to make Amazon Prime exclusive. So if, <coughs> excuse me, if our films are on something else, we're not going to show those films. Our films are going to be exclusive. Basically, if they're on Netflix, Amazon don't want them. So loads of good films are gone. Loads of films we'd saved up for the kids to watch oh. have now gone. The, um, um, the, the, the Rapunzel film. Oh, Tangled. Tangled has now gone. The one you gave me on DVD, very kindly. Thank you. Uh, it was borrowed. That's great. Well, you, you shouldn't have lent it to me or given it to me if it was borrowed, but that's great. Thank you. And the uh, boys love that. I think they've broken it now, so thanks for that. Uh, but um, so, all, so, all of the, so I'm on there. I'm now signed up to this for a year. And so I'm trying to find something decent. And the other thing is they've only just taken the money for the year, haven't they? Yeah. Oh, you. So I found, I found myself watching Tron Legacy. What for? It, Tron itself was bad no, enough. No, mate, actually, it turns out Tron Legacy is brilliant. They've made Jeff Bridges look young in it using... as a computer Jeff Bridges, oh. who's the same age as Jeff Bridges from the original Tron. Robo-Jeff. Yeah, and it's weird because he doesn't blink. His computer is brilliant, so that's quite good. And then yesterday, I was, I was de desperate. I, I found myself watching a film I'd never had any interest in watching. This is, you lower your standards, don't you, with these online things? You yeah, watch definitely. films that, that you would normally wouldn't bother. Mm -hmm. But uh, I watched David Bowie, The Man Who Fell to Earth. Oh, I tried watching that once. Yeah. I managed about 15 minutes. It is flipping brilliant. Is it? It is absolutely brilliant. It's, it's nothing like I expected it to be at all. It's wonderful. Wonderful. Borderline genius. Anyway, uh, and I'd never, I don't like Bowie. I'm not a fan of Bowie. I think he's rubbish. What's your problem with Bowie? What's your problem with Devon, the man who fell to earth and I'd like to build a spaceship to go back to my home planet and my wife and children? Please let me out of this prison. Uh, anyway, he's 68. He's writing a Broadway musical based on The Man Who Fell to Earth. What's it going to be called? Uh, probably The Man Who Fell to Earth. Or probably Fell! Exclamation mark. He was in a musical about the elephant man, wasn't he? Called anyone? Elephant, exclamation mark. It's true. <laughs> no. That's true. I liked him in Labyrinth. Labyrinth. <laughs> Labyrinth. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Did Films you? you thought you weren't going to be much cop, but actually would turn out to be pretty brilliant. It was brilliant. Mm. Brilliant. I watched something on that. Um, it was about um, a South African... No, it was someone who was massive in South Africa. Like Take, take you back to the 1960s, right? Yeah. There's this guy... Oh, you're such a... That is that is rude. He doesn't I'm, realise how massive he is in South Africa, and he goes. No, out, in nineteen sixty-eight, this guy records two albums, right, yeah. and they don't sell anything. No, so he goes back to his everyday life. I'm disgusted with you. Oh, Sugarman, waiting for Sugarman. Crash gives mum phobia of everything yellow. Oh, oh come oh, off it! Loud. Lorraine, scared Lorraine. <laughs> Let me see. She is and all. A mum developed a phobia of all things yellow after being run over by a canary-coloured taxi. Oh. Lorraine Coborn 
was left so traumatised by the accident she now can't even stand the sight of custard or touch bananas. That reminds me, I haven't had for 33 years yeah. bananas and custard. Have it today. Banana, bana, banana, bananas and custard. That surely is the food. Of, I don't think I've ever had it. Chop up a banana. Well, in, I get how into, it's made. Okay, you've got, you've got, okay you don't need the, the cooking instructions. <laughs> Honestly, bana Alice, you ever had um, bananas and custard? I don't think I've had it with custard. I had it with... Um... What, banana? I don't, I don't want to know what you've had banana with. It's a very specific... No. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's tell us. What have you had banana with? <laughs> oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. <laughs> what have you had banana with, Alice? Well, uh, porridge. I have frequently have banana with porridge. And uh, I was going to say... Uh, pudding that's similar to custard. In when I was in America at the camp, I worked out we used to have banana and pudding all the time. It's like custard. Is it tasted like custard? So I imagine it was like that. So, so you've of, had yeah. banana and custard. I don't know pudding well, and custard. Well, cu there's a Custard aren't the same thing. Well, well, you're listening to a lady have a breakdown live on what, radio. What was your camp name? Because you're not allowed to use your own, are you, on those things? Yeah, it was Milton, because John Milton lived in Chalfont St Giles. Oh, how posh. Milton? But, no, yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a wipe for babies. And it's a legitimate man's name in America, so all the girls were really confused when I was a girl. And when, when were you a girl? A man. Uh, I'm just going to cut her. Should I just cut her yeah. off? Yeah, my yeah, my sister went and did Camp America, there? and she worked alongside a girl called oh! Nurturing Beaver. If only I had a song to queued up to play there. Camp Here's America. One. Oh, the Kitty Cat song. Oh, oh, Camp America. <laughs> Do you get it? Can I stop doing that now? Do it again. One more. Oh. Do you get it? Camp America. Yes. <laughs> Chase a mouse. All she wants to do all day is a lounge around the house. She purrs when she needs me, and I'm right at her command. But when I try to pet her now, she scratches at my hand. You know that's just like you, baby. Just like you, baby. It's just like you, baby. Just like you, baby. Oh, it's just like you, baby. Only wanna hurt me. Would allow. Now she's the only cat in town that owns a private cow. I treat her like a princess instead of just a friend. But when I try to pet her now, she scratches me again. You know that's just like you, baby. Just like you, baby. It's just like you, baby. Weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
Hello, uh, very good morning to you. It's not a particularly nice day today or a start to the Easter Bank holiday weekend, but uh, there we go. We see outbreaks of mostly light rain and drizzle on and off through the course of the day. Uh, we might just see something a bit drier this afternoon. There'll always be a lot of low cloud around, so very overcast. and feeling quite chilly as well. We've got some cold air underneath, um, or rather on top of us. Uh, we're looking at top temperatures of around 8 or 9 degrees, I think, for the most part. The winds are light, though, at least. Um, so drizzle possibly through the course of uh, this afternoon and into the evening overnight as well always at risk of seeing some outbreaks of patchy rain at least uh, temperatures down to around five or six degrees celsius overnight it's not going to be particularly cold underneath the cloud we might just see a little bit of wet weather again very light through the early tomorrow morning but it should all have gone by mid-morning onwards and from there on in it's looking dry for the rest of the easter bank holiday weekend so dry but cloudy tomorrow dry but cloudy on sunday too but we'd, we'll probably see the cloud thin and break on easter sunday afternoon to give us a few spells of sunshine certainly some brightness that's even more likely by the time we get to bank holiday monday with that we will see the temperatures shoot up so we could be looking at highs of around 15 or even 16 degrees by the time we get to monday so it's looking better sort of day on day as we get through the bank holiday weekend certainly dry into next week too that's the forecast
right, you're right, Kath? Yes. Yes? You're not your usual um, perky self. What's wrong? Is there something wrong? Uh, no. You sure? Sure. What you got planned for the rest of the day, Kath? Uh, I don't know. No, maybe a drink? Yeah. Yeah, maybe a little snooze? No. No, no snoozing. No. You're not going to do no snoozing? Okay, what should we do next, Kath? What should we talk? Sorry? What should we talk? Well, I don't know. What, what do you want to talk? I don't know. Well, you're supposed to be the producer of the show. What about the Queen, Kath? Queen. Do, do you like the Queen? Queen. Do you like the Queen? Do you like Queen? Catherine, just saying Queen <laughs> is not content. What would you like to say about the Queen? Uh, the soldiers. Oh, what about the soldiers? Well, they march. Yeah. Um, yeah. I talked to the Queen. I've got to say, Catherine, you're doing so much better than you normally do. You're really, really on the ball today. If you've missed any of the programmes here on BBC Three Counties Radio, you've missed things like this. Now, this week, Muslim scholars launched a digital magazine to fight radicalisation on the web by extremist groups. Here are the times right now on one of these great classics called Miss Grace. But there is a way you can hear it all again. Here's the menu for today. Chicken and chorizo jambalaya. Perfect tart tat. BBC.co.uk slash Three Counties Radio. Why is this number of IVF rounds so variable depending on your postcode? Zane Malik, Cleveland One Direction. I know a lot of people were upset by it. Allowing you to listen to what you missed. Let's start at the beginning then. How does someone become abducted by their mum age two? BBC.co.uk slash Three Counties Radio. 08459 455 555. I should just remind you uh, that you're listening to this. Across beds, hearts, and bugs. Catherine Boyle <laughs> and Ian Lee <laughs> on BBC Three Counties Radio. Just like your baby. Uh, Mr. Stag has. Uh, bye then. She's done. Mr. Stag has uh, tweeted I've just tuned in. Have you let Kelly Betts into the studio to help you broadcast at last? <laughs> yes, something like that. Um, yeah, something like that. Not a lot in uh, the, the... Oh, I, I, I've not got any Monkeys records with me. Which is outrageous. Which is outrageous, considering the Monkeys are playing a tiny festival in Birmingham on September the 6th. Wow. I say the Monkeys, it's the two keys, as we guys call them. It's Peter Talk and Mickey Dolenz. Nesmith is... Uh, they're the fun ones, though, right? They're the fun ones. Uh, they're playing... So they're, they're headlining a festival that's also got spiritualised playing and a load of um, hippies. And oh. the Monkeys are playing. Gosh. I'm I won't be seeing spiritualised. They're playing on the Friday. But I'm very, very excited. Very excited. I bought my ticket. And then um, a friend of mine said, what'd you buy a ticket for? I could have got you a freebie. I don't mind putting money in their pockets. I don't mind putting... As, well, I mean, I think you over the years, you've put quite a lot of money in <laughs> Mosley Folk Festival, September the 6th. Ladies and gentlemen, the monkeys. Now, what that means is there's going to be a tour. What that means is... I'm going to follow that tour. This is. Let's be honest. Let's be honest, guys. In terms of, of journeys, this is possibly the last ever leg. Next year is the t t 50th anniversary. That's probably going to be the last year they do anything. And then they're going to knock it on the head. So I'm going to make hay while that sun is shining. And I'm going to... Uh, Never mind making hay. Why don't you make a documentary? Huh? Yeah, I know. It, yeah, I know. It's kind of crossed my mind. Uh, Okay, Thank well, that's great news. Yeah. We were so worried. I, um, 
I don't think I could because I like them too much and it would be it would be completely partial. Well, what if I ring them up and say, can you be vile to Ian Lee? <laughs> one, of them, one of them has the possibility to do oh, that. Really? Yes. One of them I've seen explode at people and uh, is known for having a vile temper. Oh. Yeah. Not saying who. That's what you want, though, in your documentary. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, too close. Uh, too I, close. I just, and I, you know what? I've I've seen them. I've seen one of them behave like a complete and utter cheese. One of them, I've paid a hundred dollars to sign something and not look at me, and I still can't hate those guys. I still cannot hate those guys. And there you just summed up our relationship. <laughs> hey, uh, you know the Pope? Do you remember when we were kids, there was a Pope for ages? Oh, man, the real the real Pope, yeah. John, John Paul. Yeah, John Paul Sartre. Um, no, the second, John well, Paul II. And then we had another one, and he stepped down, and yeah. that, Ratzinger, and then we've got another one. He's going to step down, isn't he? Well, it looks like he's saying, oh, I'm a bit tired. It looks like the beginning of his sort of sickness. Well, he said, he said about a week ago, he said, oh, I'm, I may not be here forever doing this job. I might, you know, the precedent has been set that we can stand down now, so I might follow that precedent. Yeah. All right, you slackers. The Pope heightened speculation yesterday that he might step down early because of exhaustion. His remarks came du uh, during a Maundy Thursday Exhaustion. Mass. Come on, you're the Pope. You sit all the time. No, sometimes he stands up in that car. That's true. Fair play. Fair play. Um, and he's not surrounded by luxury, this Pope. He likes to sit on, you know, proper stone thrones and that. Yeah. It follows reports that doctors have advised him to lose weight and his indication last month that he expected to be his pontificate to be brief. Oh, blimey. He's, he's um, been told to stop eating pasta. Stop eating pasta, he's been told. Yeah. I don't know how many times I need to say that until you give me the reaction that I want. He's been told to stop eating pasta. Okay. He's been told to stop eating pasta. Yes. Just sound interested. Oh, has he? Yeah. But he lives. But he lives in the Vatican City, which is you know near Rome. Well, but where is pasta from? Japan. Incorrect answer. You racist. What? China. Oh. Oh, they all look the same. Outrageous. I never said that. No, I know you didn't. But. Well. You've taken the wind out of my sails there. <laughs> and I feel what, terrible what, about myself. What lovely sails they are <laughs> as well. To cut. Is that. No, it's, I, it's difficult to tell with other people's children. Was that a, a scream of excitement or tears? It was delight. Okay. To cut along. What's your favourite Spandau Ballet song, Little Un? She has no idea what that is. Spandau Ballet, yesterday. I quite like. Beyond the Barricade. I don't really know their songs. Mm. Or, or like them. Although Tony Hadley, he's a nice fellow, he used to live near me. He's you know nice gold. Fellow. Everyone knows gold. Spandau Ballet yesterday revealed the secret of their success. Desperate girls. Cheese. Oh? It may not be very rock and roll, but bassist Martin Kemp says it stops them getting in a pickle or going crackers on tour. Oh, nice. The ex-Eastenders star, 53, says, in, thir in 30 years, our writer hasn't changed. Most important is the cheese board. <laughs> We've got everything. Blue, soft cheese, cheddar. He <laughs> <laughs> actually says that. We've got everything. Blue, soft cheese, cheddar. Where's the Primula, boys? If we don't have that, it's a disaster. That's the glue that keeps everything together. It wasn't in the 80s, was it? It does get a bit more showbiz, though. He insists, of course we've got champagne. That's another important thing. But he rarely drinks on tour as it makes him tired. Martin, who stars in a new action film, Age of Kill, said it's early starts. You can't do the show on a hangover. 
Spandau, who reunited six years ago after 20 years apart, are currently touring the UK and are set to fly onto Germany next. Wow. Working on this film has working on this film has been brilliant. I don't know how I squeeze everything in, but I make it work. And well, it really does. Because it's not a proper job, that's it, how you make it, it work. That's how you make it work. It's money for old rope. I don't want to say anything. It looks like it looks like you're two are bullying Alice. Do that one all by Excellent. The proper bullying. I mean she's tied up and um, she looks very uncomfortable. Alice, are you okay? Do I you, am doing extremely well. Do you want us to come and untie you? Um <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fine. Well I'll send Kathleen, don't worry. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The travel will come at their own leisure. The travel will come at their own leisure. What's their what's their beef? What's the beef? They've, they've got hardly anything to do today. And they're not even bothering. Ah, it don't matter. It don't matter. It, it, it's bank holiday. The trains are tricky, we know that. The roads, ah, they'll be okay. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to take part. Very, very lazy show today. I hope you're enjoying our nonsense. I hope you're enjoying Kath's kids. Um, and you can call in and talk about anything you want. We're just going to look through the papers, really. And uh, you can have your say about anything. But Easter, with the greatest of respect, and not in any way knocking its religious significance, if that's your thing. But the Easter weekend, it's a very odd weekend. How can we have a festival that uh, its date is not set in stone? Oh, wait, four... Four double five, five double five. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's eight o'clock, I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, party leaders go head-to-head. Another arrest over the death of a man at a traveller's site. And newts end crematorium plans in Buckinghamshire. BBC Three Counties Radio. The leaders of seven political parties have challenged each other's policies on the economy, immigration, health and Britain's future in the first televised election debate. David Cameron said the Conservatives would stay the course on the economy to bring down the deficit. While Ed Miliband said Labour would raise the minimum wage and tax expensive homes. Nick Clegg said neither party had the right approach. You either borrow too much money, which is Labour's plan, or you cut too much, which is the Conservatives' plan. And look, when you cut, of course you do need to make savings, and, if, and no one should deny that. But it's very important why you do it. And the difference between David Cameron and myself is, I believe you need to make the necessary cuts because you have to. George Osborne and David Cameron make much further cuts than is needed because they want to. Detectives investigating the death of a man at a traveller's site in Buckinghamshire have arrested a 33-year-old man in Rotherham. Adam Finelli from Dunstable died from a blow to the head in the village of Nash on the 17th of March. Two other men have already been charged with murder. Passengers using the West Coast Main Line are being warned that no trains are running to Euston Station between now and Easter Monday. Virgin trains are running no further south than Milton Keynes, while London Midlands services are terminating at Hemel Hempstead. Hassard Stackpool from Network Rail says it's because of essential engineering work to modernise the line. The reason why we're actually shutting the railway down at Watford is because we're replacing a bridge um, just to the south of the station, which means taking that bridge out and putting a brand new bridge in in 101 hours. So we have to shut down and we will roll in the brand new bridge um, on Saturday afternoon evening and we'll have the railway up and reconnected in time for the first trains on Tuesday morning. 
Plans for a new crematorium at Beerton in Buckinghamshire have been overturned because of great crested newts. The High Court's ruled that not enough was done to consider the survival of the protected species. Jane Killick has the details. Plans for the crematorium on the edge of Beerton had already been approved by Aylesbury Vale District Council, but a challenge was made by R. Wesley, a company planning to build a crematorium at Watermead in Aylesbury. The judge said the council gave permission for work that could destroy the newt's habitat without considering that it could take place elsewhere. An American sailor missing for two months has been rescued by the US Coast Guard after he was spotted clinging to the upturned hull of his boat. Lewis Jordan was discovered 200 miles off the coast of North Carolina and had survived by eating raw fish and drinking rainwater. In sports, Luton Town host Exeter in League Two this afternoon while Stevenage play Tranmere and Wickham take on Oxford United. This evening, Watford travel to Derby County in the Championship. And the weather today will be cloudy and grey with outbreaks of rain and this morning, becoming drier but staying cloudy with the chance of rain later. Top temperatures around 10 degrees Celsius, 50 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Morning, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, just kind of looking through the papers, drinking coffee and... Um... Oh, yeah, trying to entertain two children because Catherine's too tight to pay the 20 quid babysitting fee. Outrageous! Well, look, you know, they don't do that much. I mean, apart from... Can you not lick the window? (laughs) They're no trouble. I think you stink. Yeah, that's right, ladies. That's right. I just pwned... Was it seven and a three-year-old? six. Six and a three-year-old. Yeah, pwned. Well done, pwned. guy. Uh, if you want to take part in the show, 08459 455555. Your thoughts on last night's leaders' debate. Well, Scoinsy's ready to tell us. Oh, is he? So if Alice wants to give Scoinsy a I'll ring. tell you what we'll do. We'll play a record and then we'll have Scoinsy on. Um, Scoinsy will tell us about the leaders' debate, but also if you want to... Are we allowed to say this? Bully Paul Scoins? <laughs> You always wanted to bully a political reporter. 08459 455 555. And what have you had with your bananas? Mm. Scott Belks likes it with jam, doesn't he? <laughs> Scott says, I've had banana with jam. It was a treat when I was a kid. Imagine that. I'm sure I remember dipping my banana in a bowl of sugar. What? I'm sure. We used to have um, sugar sandwiches. Sugar butties. Sugar butties or syrup sandwiches. We get golden, we make sandwiches out of golden syrup. Flipping heck. That's proper wartime treat, isn't, isn't it? Though? Or, or we get the sugar bowl, we were allowed to lick our finger and dip the finger in and suck off whatever came up. My nana had a cure for a sore throat or cough, right? <laughs> and it was a little teaspoon, <laughs> put it in the butter yes. and then dip it in the sugar. <laughs> and eat that. <laughs> eat that, kids. Across uh. hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Eat that. Um, yeah, of course, lots of people saying Yorkshire pudding with jam. Well, it's a pudding. Well. Well, no, it is. It's actually a pudding. Well. What? Well, it's called a pudding, but it's. I think it's best savoury. Well, of course it's best savoury, but in Yorkshire... That, that was a, that's like an old-fashioned pudding. You'd have it with, with, with jam. Well, they're funny there. You know you get some pretentious pubs? Yes. Uh, where they serve a roast inside a giant Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. I mean, it seems like a nice idea, but if you divvy it up spud for spud, you're not going to... Um... You're filling up on pudding. Yeah. That doesn't cost them very much. It's just batter. It's just batter and air. You might as well yeah. just ask for an air pie. An air pie. What's that? That's something. That's something. Air biscuits, yeah. isn't, air biscuits it? isn't it? Is uh, the thing. I tell you what. Uh, let's play a record. Then we'll speak to Scoinsy.
little un. Yeah. Say good morning, little un, to Paul Scoynes. Say morning. Good morning. Good morning. Is that is that Stella? It's, the, it's little un. Oh. Hang on a second. She's got a question for you. Okay. Yes, mummy. Say, did you watch the debate? Yes. No, no ask, you didn't. Don't tell say, Fibs. Uh, say to Scoins, did you enjoy the debate? Did you enjoy the debate? Well, <clears throat> I didn't. Oh. Yeah, she's three. Uh, she's three, Scoins. I um, I didn't actually watch the debate. You didn't watch it. Say, but that's your job. But that's your job. Uh, uh yes. It is. Say, right, hang on a second. But. You're fired, Scoins. You don't have the power to do that. Um, but I will. Yes, I um, do, loser. Um, well, I, I don't expect that sort of language from a work you colleague. You disgust me, Scoins. Uh, well, hang on. You're judging things before you've actually heard, because I was going to say. You like that... for being. Uh, uh, I what? You're an awful human being. Oh come on, that's that's uh, you've. Uh, uh, Do you like to make me sick? Really? I'm I'm sorry about that. I, I um. Say say something. Uh, say something. Genuinely feeling a little bit shocked at um. Yeah. This. Scotty, you've upset a three-year-old, mate. You've well, not lived she's up to your... me. Well, she's <laughs> 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 yeah, fair play. If I'm honest, well done, um, you were brilliant. Um, I'm you didn't watch it, mate. My, I'm having to reassess some of my career. It sounds like options. it sounds like. Oh, hang on, oh, hang on. It sounds like you've been drinking, Scotty. Did you have a heavy one last night? I what? No, I I did I did listen to it. There's a difference. Okay, okay. I didn't All watch right. it. Okay, yeah. we're we're it. Okay. Did you see the worm? What's the uh, worm? I've, yeah, I've heard about the worm. What yeah, is the, the worm? worm? The worm is a uh, public response vehicle predictor unit. <sighs> oh, like a swingometer? Yeah, it's the new swingometer, yes. Oh, as we know, swinging can be dangerous to your health. As, uh... Mum, it might be dangerous. Well, yes, it will be. It will yeah. be. You, you, you go off. Look, she's, she's, she's off in a huff, mate. She's off I, in a uh, huff. Went, I was baking a cake for a four-year-old. <laughs> So, sorry. You've all changed! <laughs> You've all changed! Scoins, I listened to it. Not I, my four-year-old, I don't have one. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, th- th- not that you know of! <laughs> Actually, that's a really horrible thing to say to any man, isn't it? Now, it really? yeah, uh, I, I listened to a bit. I listened to about an hour of it. I thought it started off... Right. They all started off very, very polite, and then about ten minutes in, the woman hosting it lost control, and mm. the, al- the people were trying to become the alpha male, weren't they? Yeah, I, I think you're, you're absolutely right, Ian. I think there was a kind of a risk of that happening from the start, though, wasn't there? With seven people on the stage, and, you know, they were given a minute after each question to uh, to sort of uninterrupt and and stand forth, and then they had an 18-minute... Can I just say, debate. uninterrupt and stand forth? Yes. <laughs> That's yeah, the Paul Scoyne yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> did we learn? Did um, we learn anything last night? It was it. But the, the only ones who could have benefited no. uh, were the were the smaller parties, weren't they? They're the only ones because they they, they, they you know who 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 knew what Plaid Cymru thought before last night? <laughs> really? <laughs> um, you're absolutely right. Who? What did we learn? I don't think we learned a great deal. Um, I don't think um, that 
anyone in disgrace themselves. They didn't have a moment where, you know, there, there was no moment where people went, oh my goodness, what did they say that for? And I, I'm looking at, uh, I was sent, as, as all political reporters were afterwards, uh, sent a, an email from the BBC sort of um, head election anal analyst. And, and the, the, the email says that really Cameron and Miliband did equally well in terms of the, the polling afterwards. YouGov, uh, one of the polling companies said that uh, Nicola Sturgeon did best. Um, if you go down, ICM Guardian puts Cameron and Clegg both around 25%. They all did kind of similar, sort of between yeah, 17 think, and 23, 24%, which is... Yeah, the reason uh, I don't put any kind of truck with those surveys, though, is that they're, they're basically sampled around a really small number of people. You're yeah. talking about 1,000 people or Well, so. these surveys are very, very odd, aren't they? I the know, they but do you know who yeah. would be able to make sense of it? And I think, Scoins, you have a competition on your hands. Johnny Tudor. Mm. <laughs> Johnny Tudor! I mean, Tudor. I, I want to know what Johnny Tudor says. Did you hear about Johnny Tudor? Scoins? No. You weren't listening to it at all, were you, Scoins? You just read it in the papers this morning. Because if you'd been listening, you'd know all about Terry Kelly and uh, Johnny Tudor. That's the chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go and have, a, go and have yeah. a look. You didn't listen at all, did I'm you, I'm not going to watch it again. I'm not going to watch well, it. Look at Twitter. You know, we haven't watched it once! Well, I'm not going to watch it again. Well, just look at Twitter and you'll get the idea with Johnny Tudor. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm done with that. You are. Scoins, what are you doing for, to, to uh, celebrate the crucifixion and the resurrection? What have you got planned this weekend? Reenactment. Thanks oh. very much indeed. Oh. <laughs> Let's go play record. That escalated, didn't it? <laughs> very, very quickly. I blame Johnny Tudor <laughs> for everything. Vote Tudor!
Smudger says on Twitter... I beg your pardon. Smudger says on Twitter, I used to dip my banana in sherry. Oh. Until I discovered crepe Suzette. Now, let's be honest, Catherine. If we were sat in my car driving cross-country, as we have had occasion to do, <laughs> and we heard, I don't know, BBC Coventry and Warwickshire or someone else what doing... Do you do with what do you do, do with your banana? We would be sniggering in an arrogant, um, living close to London kind of way. But And then texting in. And then texting in. But actually... What do you do with your banana, dear listener? 08459 555555. You can um, uh, text 81333. Start oh. your text 3CR. Or we'll ask Alice if there are any texts in a minute. I know you're that. partial to a weak ankle. <laughs> Stone steady. <laughs> steady. What killed off the mammoth? Have a little guess. Um, weak ankles? Well, maybe. Hunting by early man and climate change are usually blamed for the demise of the woolly mammoth, but now scientists say the animals died out because of a crippling bone disease. Oh. The condition left them unable to escape predators or seek food. The theory follows the examination of more than 23,500 mammoth bones. Well, hang on a minute, that's what? a lot of mammoth what bones. What the heck? Which found them riddled, and they have used the word riddled. Riddled. With osteoporosis and lacking Riddle in me calcium. this. My first is in pastry, but not in design. My second is in wordplay, but not in behind. I used to hate those. I did too. That was a very 1970s yeah. thing to do to someone, wasn't it? Oh, horrible. Well, here's a way to bore someone for an hour. Yeah, and by the time the riddle is finished, you've forgotten the beginning bit. Here's the things I don't like. Riddles? Riddle me this. My first is in wallflower, but not in wall. My second is in... Um, I nearly said something rude there. Yeah, I know. Um, so I hate those. And I also hate those little games. And my boys have got these now. And I never liked them as a kid. The little mazes yeah. where you've got to get the ball... In, tiny five ball, ball bearing. Tiny five... Five tiny ball bearings in five even tinier holes. Oh, what's the problem for that? I love this. They're absolutely rubbish. When was the last time you had a swollen tongue? Uh, I like a swollen... Some time. I like a swollen tongue and a numb gum. Do you? Yeah, I do, because it's hospital like that. And it's kind of funny, you've got an escape like that. Why would that... I mean, I don't think I've ever had a swollen tongue. You've never had a swollen... I've had a swollen tongue before. I can't think why. What's the scenario? I've got it You've been putting it somewhere you shouldn't? Yeah, I've got it trapped somewhere. Oh, dear. Yeah, someone clenched. <laughs> Their uh, fist around my tongue. Right. Okay. Uh, no, I don't know, but I've had I've had numb. You've had numb gums. Yeah. Well, you can't have learned like that. Yeah. When I was Before. pregnant with um, Little and yeah. right. Okay, picking a nose. Um, Delicious. We've well, not fed them. Oh dear. You've not fed them. No, let, let them do, do it. You know what I say to them? I said, don't pick your nose. Princesses don't pick their noses in front of anyone else. Yeah, we go. You see. We all think it's horrible. We all know what it tastes like. Yeah. So no, when I was pregnant with uh, my second, my gums did get rather swollen. Yes, on a regular, a regular occurrence. Something to do with your blood flow, I think. Well, this is why uh, pregnant women get free dental treatment, and yeah. why pregnant women are always going on about how they've got free dental treatment. Like anybody cares. Well, they do. I wish they'd stop banging on about it. The thing it. is, what's about to happen to them is so ghastly that the least you can do is have a look at their teeth for them. Oh, I... Uh, whatever. No, it does. It's smart. Whatever, mate. Yeah, it does. No, get over it. I'm just about over it now. <laughs> Although, if ever they wind me up, I remind them of how terrible it was. Have you finished your story about... I was going to say jihadists. It wasn't it was, jihadists. It was about woolly mammoths. Well, woolly mammoths, who I suspect are linked to jihadists. Woolly, crumbly mammoths. That's all you need to know. 08459 455 555. The 80s were not a, a good time for many bands, but I remember this song being OK. Let's, uh, I may be proved wrong. Crosby, Sills and Nash. Let's see.
I can see a boy of 14 He's got a rifle in his hand He's dying to defend his desert land He's got an arm around his father Another arm around his gun What's the child in father die so young? There's a teenage girl in Belfast. Yeah, I can't be bothered. Yeah, this is poo. Why don't you put this one on instead? <laughs> oh, dear. This is a really good one. What you got? There's a ghost in my house. What on earth is that? It's called There's a Ghost in My House. Where's my wiper? Give me my wiper. Yeah, you will need to wipe it. Is there a ghost in your house or is it mould? One of the uh, newspapers today oh, suggests yes. that it Wipe might be the effect. Mold. Yeah, so if you've been seeing a lot of ghosts recently, do your windowsills. There's my tip. That'll do it. There we go. Thank you for that. Three Counties Radio. I've got no idea what's happening for the rest of the day. I know that Justin... Do you know Justin Dealey, Biggin? Do you know Justin? No. My boys boys know Justin Dealey because they came in once and they met him. He's the reporter that goes out and does bits and pieces. And uh, you know that sometimes young people forget stuff. You forget stuff. There's a lot lot of stuff going on. You forget stuff. And I was talking... That's the chair. And I was talking to my boys about Justin. They said, no, I don't don't remember him. I said, no, you've met Justin. (laughs) And they said, no, 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 we don't remember him. I said, no, no, I said, you've met Justin. And my eldest went, oh, do you mean the nutcut man? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I said, yeah, because that's what Justin calls a haircut. He calls it a nutcut. That is weird, isn't it? Isn't it weird? 
<laughs> you're being very well behaved, which makes me think you're up to something. No. Yeah, really big un- I mean, It makes me think you're up to something. Um, what you got planned for the rest of the day, do you know? No. No, nothing. Maybe a bit of telly. Yeah. Some food. Do you want to go? Do you want to go out and get some cakes after this? Yeah. Get, yeah, man. Well, go. Where's your sister gone? I can't yeah. see. I can't see your sister. Uh, Where is she? Oh, see. Where is she gone? Oh Sarah. no! Oh, there she is. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did see her tiny little. Are you all right, little one? Yeah. You sure? You sure you're okay? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's okay. I panicked there for it. I couldn't see her for a second. I panicked. So, uh, you like One Direction? Yes. Zayn has left. We bothered. Mm. Who's your favourite in One One Direction? Don't don't put your face on that because it, we can hear everything. It's that's the that's the microphone <laughs> talking to it. But don't mm. Who's your favourite in One Direction? Uh, it's got to be Harry Styles, isn't it? Yeah. He's the only one that people knows. Former One Direction star Zayn Malik cuddles up tight to... Pe- who's Perry Edwards? Perry Edwards? Yeah, who's Perry Edwards? Never heard of him. I think it's a girl. Oh. It is a girl, judging by the, what I can yeah. see in this picture. Oh, it's his fiance. He cud- Oh, she's from Little Mix. Have you heard of them? No. Oh, flip it. I've got no idea what's going on. I've got no idea what's going on. Uh, Zane, 22. There's none of the good ones left of the Haribo. I've tried. Zane, 22, who quit the boy band last week after he was pictured holding hands with another girl on tour. (gasps) Later kissed the 21-year-old Little Mix star. The loved-up duo are thought to be in Perugia. Perugia? 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 Uh, Have a look. Show me. How, How would you say that word there? What do you reckon that word is? Perugia. Perugia. We're for that. Thank you. Perugia. Thank you. Italy. After jetting out on a private plane with relatives, Perry posted several self now selfies. Do you take selfies? Sometimes. So what? What? What are they exactly? So like a picture of yourself. So how? So do you do it on your on like your mum's phone or on the iPad or what do you do it on or a camera? Wouldn't be a camera, would it? I do it on my dad's phone. You do it on your dad's phone. Why? Why, you, why do young people constantly take pictures of themselves? It's, that's a weird thing, isn't it? Is it weird? Weird? Is it not weird? Yes! It's weird! You're quite weird. She's been helping she my... No. She's been No, 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 she's been helping my pronunciation of Perugia. All right. Yeah, 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 she's, she's, she's good. Actually, I don't know what you've wandered back in for without cups of coffee in your hand. Oh. Do you want a coffee? No. No. Silly. Ask if I want one. Someone. If I want one, <laughs> will you go make one? I'll go make one. Thank no, you, Bigger. you won't. Can I, I'll have a coffee as well. White, no sugar, please. Okay. Well, fair play. They've not really done a lot of much use, apart from helping pronounce Perugia. Well, for the past six years, I know. What a flipping lay about. Perry posted... Se- Perry posted... Se- I can hear you! Perry posted several selfies on Instagram while Zane's little sister, Walia, Walia, W-A-L-I-H-Y-A. Walia. Walia. Walia, I would say. Walia. You're thinking of Nadia Walia. No, th- you'd be thinking of Nadia Sawala. Are you? Or is this another Nadia? I'm thinking of Nadia Walia Sawala. <laughs> but where oh, is imaginary it? Imaginary coffees. Of course oh, it's imaginary coffees. Oh, flipping imaginary I mean... coffees. <laughs> 
Can you not? Oh, thank. Have I got to pretend to drink it? Yes. Oh, brilliant. Delicious. Thanks. It's the coffee service. Oh, thank you. Could I get like a real cake? And a real coffee? Yes, yes, yes. Dear, thank you, thank you, thank you. While that's happening, let's get some real trav. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, the motorway is looking fine for both the M1 and the M25. Bit of traffic in Watford, actually, on Stevenson Way, which I'm seeing on my sensors. Uh, for the trains, there uh, are some minor delays between Stevenage and Peterborough, and that's been caused by a signalling problem. And no service throughout the whole of the Easter weekend. Uh, getting out from London, Euston to Milton Keynes Central, that's because of uh, planned engineering work. So trains only run as far south as Milton Keynes, Rugby or Northampton. Bill Sheldrake. BBC Three Counties Radio. Bill, thank you very much indeed. At last, we've been delivered real. Pret- uh, is it now? Is this real coffee and cake or real pretend coffee and cake? Real pretend. The coffee. best kind. The best. You're right in there, little un. Yeah. Silence is good. <laughs> Silence is a good thing. Across beds, hearts, and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's half past eight. I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines. Last night's televised election debate failed to produce a clear winner with opinion polls divided. David Cameron and Ed Miliband went head-to-head for the only time in this campaign, sharing the stage with five other leaders to tackle issues, including the NHS, immigration and the deficit. Detectives investigating the death of a man at a traveller's site in Buckinghamshire have arrested a 33-year-old man in Rotherham. Two other men have already been charged with the murder of Adam Finelli from Dunstable. Plans for a new crematorium at Beerted in Buckinghamshire have been overturned because of great crested newts. The High Court has ruled that not enough was done to consider the survival of the protected species. And passengers using the West Coast Main Line are being warned that no trains are running to Euston Station between now and Easter Monday. It's because of ongoing engineering works to modernise the line. The weather will be cloudy and grey with outbreaks of rain and drizzle this morning, becoming drier but staying cloudy with the chance of rain later. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Wickham Wanderers could go top of the League Two table today as they take on local rivals Oxford and Stevenage play Tranmere. Meanwhile, Luton Town will attempt to end a run of six straight defeats. The Hatters are at home to Exeter and manager John Still says they must deal with their poor run of form. This has been a really, really disappointing run. A really, really disappointing run. For everybody, for everybody. But it's important that everyone realises, everyone in here, players out there, we're going to need to draw off of this disappointment because there's going to be disappointments. Watford start a crucial weekend of championship football on the road at Derby this evening. The Hornets will be without Alman Abdi, who could return for Monday's home match against Middlesbrough. But winger Aikechi Anya is just focused on one game at a time. As cliche as it sounds, it's game by game. And, you know, the hardest game is going to be uh, Fridays. And then when that's done, the hardest game is going to be Mondays and so on. So, you know, we're just focusing on um, on the Derby game. I'm sure the gaffer is going to go through what he expects of us. And we're just going to try and execute it to the best of our abilities. In boxing, Kel Brook says he doesn't understand Amir Khan's decision to fight Chris Algieri. Khan will meet the American at the end of May, but Brook says his choice of opponent doesn't make sense. If someone said to me, you know, you can, you can get five million quid, you know, a world title and uh, fight at Wembley with a fight that every single fight fan in Britain and probably around the world want to see, 
<laughs> it don't make sense that he's fighting this this guy that's you know who's bringing nothing to the table. And that's BBC Three Counties News and Sport with more at nine o'clock. M AM online and digital radio. Catherine Boyle and Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. You're listening to BBC Three Counties Radio. This song is called Veronica and it's by a gentleman called Elvis Costello. Hope you like dancing. Like that song begin? 
Yes. Yeah, OK. They, they, excellent stuff. Now, listen, here's, here's the thing. Uh, holiday season. Some people are on holidays now. Never go on holiday on an Easter weekend because it will be a nightmare. <laughs> it will be a nightmare. Um, uh, but Blackpool. Ever been to Blackpool? Yes. I don't think you've been yet, have you? It is. It's like going back to the 1960s, it, but not the good night, like 1962 before it got cool. Think of, right. Think of a really posh seaside place, right? I can't. And then ignore that. <laughs> think of a really grubby, dirty place, but they've got chips. I can't. Okay. Well, I'll show you one day. They got chips and donkeys, and I'm not talking about the ones on the beach. Well, I'm talking about the ones on the beach. Hang on. I'm, talking, I'm talking, being rude about women. Blackpool <clears throat> is top staycation resort this Easter. So it's going to be miserable weather, it's going to be busy, and it's going to be Blackpool. That's three things that, to me, spell disaster. Blackpool is top staycation resort this Easter, <clears throat> as we plan to spend an average £574 on UK breaks and day trips. Blackpool, and I, um, I've been to Blackpool a couple of times. Um, I've been to Blackpool in the back of a transit <clears throat> van. Oh, eh? Yeah, yeah. Party girl. Well, you know, I um, grew up in... Um, well, until I was ten, I lived in Manchester. You know this, don't you, Steph? Yes, I know everything about you. You know, Well, you think you do. I do. There's more. I do. One day. I do. You and, and I, you and I, Biggin, we need to go out and have a private chat at some point about your mother. Just need to get some deets. Yeah? OK. OK, fine. That's fine. Anyway, so, Blackpool is really near where I used to live. So, on a weekend... I'm from up north. I'm from Manchester. I'm from Mossside. <laughs> I, I am... Uh, my name is Catherine Moyle, and I am from Mossside, and I used to be a little bit of a gangster. Give me those trainers. I do not talk do like that. Like, do you like my shell suit? You're Let's exactly go. Like that. Thank Stop you. It. Let I mean, us go to Blackpool for a day trip, and if you buy me a bag of chips, I'll let you snog me. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you see? <laughs> That's a good impression of your mum, isn't it? Mm. Well done you for sounding like you're from down south. Anyway, Catherine... She's a lot posher than I am. Let us hear your story about anyway, you going to Blackpool. So, we used to go in my auntie... You know Auntie Linda? Auntie Linda? No. Yeah, Auntie Linda that's got the twins. Rachel and Gareth. No. Yeah. Still the one, that's, the one that's most cigarettes. In the kitchen. Oh, anyway, Auntie Linda had a transit van and me and all the other cousins, so Helen... Oh, God. And Jackie and Stephen and Christine, not the twins, they weren't born. Anyway, we all used to find, my sister, we all used to fight over who was going to sit on that wheel arch inside the van. There were no windows, there was yeah. a bit of carpet, and that was a grand day out. Is that the story? And we had chips. That's not much of a story. It's not much of a story, is it? <laughs> well, when was the last time you sat in the back of a van? Uh, never. I'll tell you what, yeah, Megan, you're right. And I'm going to put you on the spot, because I know you can handle this. That wasn't much of a story. I'd give it three out of ten. Why don't you give us a story uh, about something you've done? And I bet it'll be a million times more interesting than your <laughs> mam's. Over to you. What's the most exciting thing you've done recently? There's nothing. Is nothing? It? But even she that story was better than your story. a little joy in her life for a six-year-old. But that story was better than your story. Can I make one up? Yeah, of course you can. It's BBC. We're, that's what we do. OK. Uh, the first little mouse who lived in her house. The end. Do you see? <laughs> Damn you it, see? she's just completely pwned. Better in. than the wheel arch story. <laughs> I believe you'd like to introduce another record for us, would you? What, what, what have we got coming up next? Time for another song now. This one is called Tin Soldier and it's by the Small Faces. I've got a small face. You've got a very small face <laughs> and an excellent song introduction voice. Let's have it.
I'm a little tin soldier that wants to jump into your fire. You are a look in your eye, a dream passing by in the sky. Oh, I don't understand. Small faces. Uh, <laughs> very popular in the studio at the moment. Colin's on the line. Good morning, Colin. Good morning. Good morning, Colin. Good the earth says hello. I started too high. Good morning, Colin. The earth says hello. You twinkle above us. We twinkle below. Good morning, Colin. la di do da Am I a good singer? No. How rude. No. Definitely How rude. Not. Anyway, I would, I would like to congratulate um, Catherine you... on having two lovely little girls. Oh, thank you. Well, that, hang on, that was years ago. But what, uh, what, no, 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 no. In the studio. All right, well, hang on a minute. I allowed them in, uh, 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 Colin. It's me that said they could. I gave them a permissione. I gave them a, a pass. Because well, yeah, you know that right. they can. So, so you should congratulate me. You know that they can revive this dead old act. Whoa. Well, yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah. What, what, what are their names, Catherine? Biggin, Biggin and Littleham. That's what we're calling them. Oh, That's what they were christened. Right. Very modern, well, very trendy. Well, I'd watch out for your job, Catherine, because yeah. Biggin sounds. Brilliant. Biggin is a very good reader. She, Biggin's she writing a story next to me. She's typing a story on the screen. Would you like to read the story so far as it stands? 
Mouse in a house cooks. Beautiful. Okay. She's writing oh. that. We already happening. know what's going to happen. Little one's next door. You're right, Little one. You go and see if she's. A, oh, you're right. No, you yeah. fell over. Oh, blimey. Yeah. You okay? Okay. You're right, Little one. Okie dokie. You see, Colin? You see what you've done? They're brilliant. They they're are brilliant. brilliant. They're, 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 um, yes. <laughs> and they sound very well behaved as well. <laughs> Alice, how are you doing? <laughs> I mean, they're pretty good considering we pumped them full of Haribo at six o'clock this morning. I, I have to say, oh, a big thank you to Alice. Pa. A big thank you to Alice Glossop, who, yes, we have given two children lots of sugar and then locked them in a room with Alice. Oh, You're doing Alice. brilliantly, Alice. Are you all right? Yes. I bet you weren't expecting this when you came in this morning. No. You're you're, you're very patient and very kind. No. Thank you very anyway, much. Anyway, Catherine. Yes. Oh. Catherine. Yes. Oh, no. Catherine. Yes. Um, it's a good job you didn't have a boy mm. and call it Lance. He's pwned you. Yeah. He's taken ponership. Yeah, and it's a good job I didn't call a girl Rosie. Hang on. Rosie Got to Boyle. think about yeah, that Yeah, I wasn't one. that. Rosie Boyle. Yeah. No. No. Or Scarlet. Um, what about Boyle on the bum? <laughs> That's not yeah. a name. No. What about no. Boyle in the bag? Good job you didn't call them in the bag. Boyle um, <laughs> in the bag. You like that one? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a good one. Good job you didn't call them on the bum. Boyle on the bum. Yeah, well... Uh? That's, that's a bit rude. OK, good job rude. you didn't call them um, Lance. Yep. Yeah, all right, all right. I said that one. Oh, good job. <laughs> You're right, what's happened? I forgot to do space. You've done Sue Lamoo. <laughs> good job you didn't call them, um, um, hot. Gum. But gum boil. What? <laughs> gum boil? Yeah. Well, Colin, thank you so much for your call. Well, thanks thanks thought... for the retrospective advice. I could have done with you six and three years ago, respectively. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter because they're not boys, so... <laughs> so. Ta-ta-ta! Anyway... Thanks, uh, they're lovely. Your, 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 your thanks is accepted. The loveliness is not necessarily. Alice, do we know if we're having uh, any weather at the moment? I, the, I love doing these shows on a, a Good Friday and a Bank Holiday Monday because we have simply no idea what's happening. Have we got any weather, Alice, coming up, do we think? Or do, do we have any weather? Do we think or sorry? Do we, weather's not called through, have they? Oh wait a second! That's oh, called them. Oh, Alice! I'm, I'm getting it now. Don't Stop flirting with Mr. Naylor, who's on a straight after us at nine o'clock. Don't you even worry about well, it? <laughs> I'm not worried. Um, Do you want to introduce the weather? Yeah, you can introduce uh, it now. So you go. say, "Here's the weather," with Elizabeth Rizzini. Can you say that? No. Okay. Thanks very much. <laughs> Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, a very good morning to you. Um, we're going to continue to see all this outbreaks of just light patchy rain and drizzle continuing for the rest of the day, I'm afraid. Lots of low cloud around, very uninspiring, but things will get better over the course of the bank holiday weekend. And it'll probably turn out quite nice on bank holiday Monday in particular. But today, no, not that great, I'm afraid. And it's difficult to pin any real detail down on it, but just expect the drizzle to be um, on and off really through the day. Temperatures today only up to around 8 or 9 degrees, might just see 10 degrees, but 
but it's feeling rather chilly outside. Overnight tonight, we'll see temperatures drop to five or six degrees. No big changes, really. We're keeping the cloud, we're keeping the drizzle into tomorrow morning, but it will turn dry from mid-morning onwards, so tomorrow dry but rather cloudy. Don't expect too many cloud breaks into tomorrow, but on Easter Day itself and on Bank Holiday Monday, as I said, we could get some really good cloud breaks into the afternoon and some good spells of sunshine in the sunshine and we could see temperatures rise up into the mid-teens so it should be really nice wouldn't it uh, and the winds are nice and light as well so it will feel pleasant in the sunshine so all in all it's not looking like a bad Easter bank holiday weekend but just uh, not very nice today and it's staying dry into next week as well that's the forecast bit of the birds. You like the birds? Mm, I have no idea. Okay, no, that's absolutely fine. I'm glad we've, I'm glad that you, have you had a good morning this morning? Yeah. You enjoyed it? Because it was a bit boring earlier on, wasn't it? Yeah, and she told you that. Uh, I'm not talking to you? Oh. It was a bit boring earlier, wasn't it? Like? You told me it was boring! <laughs> You're so full of yourself. Where's the other one? I get worried when I can't see the other one. Oh, there she yeah. is. She's out. She's, she's getting restless. We've got... Um, thank you very much. Mike Naylor's coming um, on at nine. Have you, you've, you've told Mike that the kids are staying with him, yeah? He, I don't, he knows well, that's happening, I don't happening, think he needs to he? know that right now, does he? I'll wait till he's on air, then I'll shove him he in. He knows that they're staying here all morning, doesn't he? Mike Naylor at uh, nine, Colin Berry at 12, and then uh, uh, Sports at two. You'll be all right hanging around all day, won't you? Thank you very much indeed. Uh, room with a view at Travel Ledge. Travel Ledge? <laughs> Oh. I don't like these people. I don't like... I, I never got you rock... You mean active people? Yeah. I, don't, I never got the rock climb... I don't have the spinny chair. Sorry? I don't have the spinny okay, chair. OK, yeah, we're doing a show and stuff, isn't it? You're right, my love. How, how have you found this morning? You found it good or boring? 
Found it good. OK, well, what's, been, what's been the highlight for you this morning, little one? I know what it is. Typing, typing, typing in. Typing in. Yeah, playing with and the spinny chair. And chocolate for breakfast. What's Alice like? I've never really spoken to her. Is she nice? Chocolate buddy. Is Alice nice? What do you think of Alice? Well... It's the, that's the girl next door you've been hanging out with all morning. <laughs> kind, yeah. isn't she? Anyway, look at this. Look. T- t- they've climbed up these rocks, OK, up this cliff, and then he's gone for a sleep on the side of a cliff. Can you imagine doing <gasps> oh, that? Oh, what for? Love on the rocks, like it. Make it up by hanging out at this hotel. Oh, this is actually... A ho- people pay for this. For £500 a night... No. You get to camp out on a canvas platform suspended 200 no. feet up a cliff face. They, no, I thrash about. I would be off the side. <laughs> Room service is a hot dinner st- served from a stove hang off the side. Don't drink too much, though, as a nighttime trip to the loo involves being escorted back up the cliff face. No, it doesn't. It's just over the edge. It's just a well, wee you over... you would. You don't, you don't mind. It's a wee over the edge. What's your beef? What's wrong? It's a mess. I'm sitting here, mate. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm sat here. What are you talking about? I don't want to stand. Come here and sit with me. Go and sit on your mum. Sam Farn- Sam's Sam Farnsworth, mm. who runs the Portal Edge Hotel. Oh, oh, oh. Right, come and sit here. Come on, little one. You sit here. You fit on? Don't want any tears. Now it's listen. only me and your mum that are allowed to cry. Now listen. I want you to sit nicely. All right, Catherine, I am. It's not me that's causing a stink. And I don't want you to cause any more stink. I'll try not to cause any more stink. What's she talking to? Agreed. Agreed, yes. Shake on it. All right, I'll shake on it. Blimey, I'm sorry. I was just saying. Oh. Can't believe your mum told me off. Didn't know that that was Lego. Yes, I told you that was Lego. Uh, Anyway, there are people that are living. Play on a song. You what? Play on a song. You You want to play a song? Oh, blimey. All right, there we go. Let's have a. I think, I think you should speak to Mike, the fact he's got the kids for the next few hours. No, he'll be fine about it. Are you sure he'll be he's fine? He's a good man. OK. He's a kind man. OK. I just hope he's a patient man. Let's see.
having a disco, chairs were spinning, and this happened. Don't forget, there's no Justin Dealey tomorrow. I think it's sports. But Dealey's going to be on at... No- Monday. Um, these bank holiday shows are so weird. So today you've got Mike coming up next, then you've got Colin Berry, then you've got the sport, OK? Tomorrow, I don't know what you got. You'll. Oh, hello. Thank you. I don't know what you've got. On Monday, she'll live. On Monday, you've got me and Catherine, possibly, six till nine. At least one of us will be here. Um, There may be children, there may not. Who knows? I'll send the kids in. We'll have the day off. (laughs) I do genuinely think. Anyway, we'll discuss that. Uh, So Monday, you've got me and Catherine, probably. At least one of us will be here uh, between six and nine. And then at nine on Monday, you've got Dealey. They give him three hours on a weekday. I mean, it's do they, 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 they want to get this station closed down? Do you think it'll go to his head? <laughs> oh, it might do. Do you know what? I think we just about we just about got away with that today. We yeah. just about got away. Is that the cover for this record? If you like. Yeah, sure, why not? Why no, not? it's this one. That was for the uh, Ronettes, I think. Oh, OK, well, I don't know. Don't matter. Don't matter. As long as they all get a cover. Well, uh, well, well, hang on, that didn't have a cover. Yeah, it did. That one did not have a cover, mate. Flipping it. Well, it's, it's, there'll be tears here as well. It's all right, found one. Thank you very much for your patience, dear listener. If you want to uh, uh, email us with stuff that you think we should talk about on Monday, you're more than welcome to. Ian.lee, I-A-I-N.L-E at bbc.co.uk. If you want to complain, the email address is... Uh, is Catherine... Dot... Boyle, B-O-Y-L-E... No. At bbc.co.uk. That's... Um... Slash net... <laughs> dot com... Thanks very much indeed. Right, um, fingers crossed we're going to have a little bit of travel. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, the road's looking fine across our area, all looking fine across Sir Watford. We'll keep an eye on the Luton Ring Road for you, of course, and it might be busy up for Dunstable on the High Street uh, later on. Uh, motorway's nice and quiet as well. I'm glad to say no reported issues as far as the M1 is concerned. Again, expect possibly busy tra- traffic for Luton Airport, so we'll keep an eye on the spur road on the sensors uh, for you. Uh, as far as public transport is concerned, uh, no service heading out from London Euston to Milton Keynes Central throughout the whole of this Easter weekend. That's because of engineering works. That means that trains only run as far south as Milton Keynes, Rugby or Northampton. You can use connections at Nuneaton, Birmingham or via Sheffield. Bill Sheldrake, BBC Three Counties Radio. Bill, thank you very much. Girls, thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed yourself, apart from the bit where you bumped your head and hurt you. So you feeling alright now? You okay? Good, excellent stuff. Thank you, Biggin. Thank you, Littlin. And thank you, really, Biggin. Hey, that's it. That's your lot. Fingers crossed. We'll be back on Monday at six. Stay tuned. Mike Naylor is up next until Monday from all of us. Oh, and thank you as well, Alex. Excellent stuff. Ta-ta. Say bye. Bye. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.